Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Sit at home. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to the Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> On the all new TonyBrunoShow.com. Tap it. I didn't even kiss it. Gabe. What's her name? What's with the rim shot in there? Rental discretion is advised. Because you know what they say. You know what they say. Look, she better know. Hello. <laughs> Hang around the gymnasium. Cap stabbing out on the West Coast. I mean, he's a good cap friend of mine. You know what they think? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is. Oh, yeah. It's like family. It's like, like being family. at the Olive Garden. Yeah. You guys are just like family. Ain't no thing. We have a big enough. We have a big enough. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on them. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is. You got a big one in there? Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And how is your Hanukkah bush tonight? Mazel toasted, brother. Mazel toasted is right. Hello there, welcome. In a show that we are showing you how much we love you, the Tony Bruno Show live fans. We could have mailed this in tonight. We could have gone, uh, let's see, who's mailed in stuff pretty much lately? Uh, Speaking of mail, I need to borrow a stamp before I leave. Absolutely, I got plenty of stamps. Thank you, appreciate that. I don't send out Christmas cards anymore. Good, man. Are you like Christmas at the Cranks? You boycotting Christmas? No, I I love Christmas. I mean, as we could tell, you know. I'm all Christmassy. I'm all lit up. I'm lit tonight. You are lit tonight. I am lit, but I'm not woke. Thanks to the overnight red eye that Miss Robin and I took the latest red eye in recorded aviation history. Much like that uh, UFO you may have seen uh, in the news le- recently. Yes. But the retired uh, Air Force pilot, I believe he was, who had video of a UFO flying right next to him. Did you and see they that? It, they no. made it public. I know. They unsheathed it. I think this is just a cheap promotion for the X-Files return on January on Fox, oh, <laughs> one of my favorite shows. But no, what up, I, Scully? Have, I actually have a question. If it was your birthday and you haven't gone to bed yet, uh-huh. technically, is it still your birthday? Yes, it is. Because what we've learned now in 2017, and according to everything else that's all screwed up in the world that has changed as we once knew it, everything that's changed, that we grew up knowing the facts... Now it's not everything's different. Now people don't celebrate their birthdays on their birth date anymore. People use birthday weeks now because a birthday is not enough. So Miss Robin and I were in, in California, snuck away for a couple of days, not to go on vacation, not to tan, and it was actually cooler than it was the week before when the Eagles went out there and played the Rams. 
It was in the 70s. It was perfect. Perfect walking around Disneyland weather. And no, I didn't go to Disneyland because I haven't been there enough. I've been there probably more than Walt Disney has because he died right after it opened and didn't need the chance to go that much. <laughs> so I know I've been to Disneyland and Disney World more than Walt Disney himself, yo. Except the cryogenic. Oh, good. I, I'm, for it's you. not a brag. It's just an actual stated well, fact. Well, yeah, technically, because I've been there more than he has. Exactly. No, I think you guys. I think he's got you by one visit. By one visit. <laughs> I will attempt to tie the man's record at some point in my career. Exactly. So we went out there for a very special purpose, not to celebrate Robin's birthday. Nope. Although that's her gift that for me because <laughs> that's all she's getting for birthday and, and Christmas. There's nobody. Nobody does red eyes to try <laughs> to save a buck in this tough economy. Hell no, bro. No, we had to come back for the show, and we have a big show on Friday that we have to prepare for. And This is um, like a walkthrough. This is like the NFL Saturday before Sunday game. They do the walkthrough. Except we're not going through the motions tonight. We're giving you the same quality, high-priced entertainment you normally expect from a show that costs you absolutely nothing. And we want to thank you for watching Facebook Live tonight. Don't forget, tomorrow night, Funkin' Fantasy Luigi will unsheath. Now, the fantasy season's over, right? No, sir. We are in the the semi... But I'm saying the regular season ended last week, right? Yeah, it was first week of playoffs, and then the semis uh, just ended up this week, so now it's going to the... Pretty much, whoever's playing this week, it's championship week for the most part. It's championship week? Will ESPN have, like, a a programming nonstop? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? To commemorate with all their meaningless bowl games that only degenerate gamblers and alum are watching? Correct, Tony. Okay. Now, while we were out there, we actually (laughs) were... uh, we, We did get to visit some of our friends, including including uh, Tina and Jim Lovingood. Tina Lovingood was in the running for her fantasy football yes. championships. And you know well, what she did, what killed her? Guess who she picked against in fantasy on Sunday, Luigi? Uh, the one guy who should not have picked against, played against. That would be Todd Gurley of the yes. Los Angeles Rams. So, well, he's one of my MVPs this week. That guy, he is a man. Yes, right? he is. He yes, ran he Rickshaw, is. Tony, all over Rickshaw? He's not even Asian. That's I the know. amazing part. Exactly. <laughs> well, unfortunately, she had been at the top of her team, all the teams, and she was kicked out. No, she, was lost. she lost by a point. She needed one more catch by the guy on the 49ers that a lot of people have Marquise picked. Marquise Goodwin. Yes, Marquise Goodwin, the wide receiver. So he got a catch, and they had another chance in the comeback by Jimmy Garoppolo in the 49er game. And if he had caught one more pass, which he almost did in the end zone, she would have won her fantasy uh, playoff game. Uh, it's, it's the way she, she lost so, by a point. Yeah, but she was so far ahead of everybody prior to that. Because I she mean, went against yeah. Todd Gurley. Yep. And you don't go against Todd Gurley. You don't go against any Gurley. When a man's got 40, puts up a 40 burger on the, on the board, it's exactly. tough. It's tough to beat. It's Can tough I, to beat. I got I to gotta say something. I'm just observing it now for the first time. What? I'm, I have, because we've been up for how long now? 48 hours? I don't know. Something crazy like that? The first 48. I believe CBS is coming in here tonight to do a special on us. I'm, seeing the, yeah. I'm seeing the back of my hair, the back of my head for the first time. I haven't even... You have I bed have, head? You don't even have... We have we have uh, emergency no exit row head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am looking at it going, wow, I, I look really Although, good. to be fair, in an effort to be completely transparent, unlike politicians and everybody else who lies to you about crap, I did sleep for like an hour and a half today at home. I had to put my head down and hit it hard. I was, I was more brain dead than normal, which is pretty hard to do. I was almost flatlining. If they had put something on me, one of those devices, they would have had to flatline. Maybe a blip every once in a while. I did you know not have saying? time to take a nap. I had to take a nap, or I wouldn't be here tonight. 
and all I had to do was walk down two flights of stairs. That's pretty damn hard to do when you. <laughs> it is. But so we, we've all heard. We all any not every, I don't know if everybody's been on a red eye, but a red eye is usually a plane that leaves like the West Coast around eleven ish, ten thirty ish, midnight at the latest, because that's you know midnight California time is three a.m. here in the East where we are. I came back on one from uh, from Vegas. What time? Oh, like two thirty in the morning, something like that. You left Vegas at two thirty. Whatever in the time it was, it was late. Yeah, but you're still see you're closer east in Vegas than you are in San Francisco. We went from L.A. all the way north of California to San Francisco, not Vegas, because the Vegas flight was delayed. So we would have missed our connection to Philly. So American Airlines, to their credit, changed our flight yes. and put us on a connection from LAX to San Francisco without us even having to ask. That's what I'm talking about. So we would have been stuck in Vegas. I would be doing a show in front of a a slot machine. In, uh, in the airport. Or I would have gone to the Golden Knights game last night because they're the hottest team in hockey. How about those Golden Las Knights. Vegas Golden Knights? Let's give them a roaring round of applause. I would do that. I'd give the Sixers a roaring round of applause, but there's really nothing to applaud them over. Other than leading the season in uh, injuries again. But at least Joel Embiid's knees are okay. His back sucks, but so does mine. And now Joel Embiid. Not able to play, Luigi. But anyway, the, the red eye was at 12.56 a.m. out of SFO, San Francisco International Airport to Philadelphia, the latest, which means it was basically after 4 a.m. East Coast time. Correct. When we, when we were wheels up, as they like to say on Airplane Repo and all the other sites that use wheels up. Now, you and I both were able to get a little bit of sleep. Yeah, we got a couple hours. It's not exactly restful, but it's, no. it was a little bit of sleep. Because we were in the emergency exit row that doesn't have a window seat. So it's, you know that row that has just the two seats, the aisle in the middle, and then there's that gap, and then the door is there? Well, we had a flight attendant. So our, our goal was to, as soon as we got in the plane while they were still boarding, we were going to, like, crash. So of we, course. Robin asked the stewardess, who was standing in front of us in the row, too, which made it impossible to stretch out, or she didn't even arm the door. You don't want to have to push down the arm the door b- button on. They don't do that till the, uh, the, 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 the captain gives the final all call. So we're sitting there. We, we missed a good half hour of sleep. Bitch. I know. But she was nice, though. She was nice. Should have got the hell out of the row. Sleep. I know. All she would have had to have done is ask those simple questions. Are, do you understand English? If, in the case of an emergency, are you willing to help? And are you physically able to help if such an occurrence should happen? I just want to go to sleep, lady. And she said, no, she, we can't answer. She couldn't accept she couldn't. our answer then because she has to do it when they do the, uh, the final. To, I know. I understand that. And listen, I, I appreciate people no, who are there for safety. We have had so many flight attendants that have asked us separately before, like on Southwest Airlines where the flight attendants are way nicer. <laughs> no, they were nice on American Airlines. Well, this particular one, not so much. Would you be nice if you were leaving San Francisco at 1 a.m.? And then realize you're to go getting, to Philadelphia. <laughs> to go to Philadelphia, where you're arriving at 9 a.m. and you're there, shot, really wasting an entire night flying. I would say no. Now we do have a flight attendant who's who is going to be coming here specifically to have a Herschel sandwich. Yes. What Herschel yeah, pastrami in the Reading Terminal Market? Oh, There's a lot of great pastrami it. in this world. A lot of great delis. But Herschel's is amazing. Not Herschel Walkers. Yeah. So she, you know, because fl- flight attendants, they can fly non-rev, which is uh, free, uh, as long as it's on their airline or a code share. And so she's like, you know what? On one of my days off, I'm just going to fly out. and Fly to Philly and go to Reading Terminal Market. There's better places. No, not to a, go. But she pastrami. wants. But that's what she wants. No, she loves it. She had it. She loves it. She craves okay. It's like mama's cheesesteaks to me. 
I crave it. I love it. I don't do we do it twice a year because people always think you eat cheesesteaks every day. No. We were in L.A. and I haven't been to an In-N-Out burger. All I asked the other day was, you know, is anybody who's, who doesn't leave? I, I tweeted a picture of In-N-Out burger. And I, and I had the double-double with the uh, fries animal style. Robin and I had one in a chocolate shake. It was like 10 o'clock at night on Friday night. What's animal style? Animal style. What do they put on top of the fries, Robin? Animal style is melted cheese, um, Onion. Gr- grilled onions, yep. very chopped, very, very small and fine, and the, their special Thousand Island type dressing. So all I did was tweet, anybody who lives who hasn't been west of Arizona probably doesn't know this place. Because In-N-Out Burger is a West Coast joint. And they're good. Never did I proclaim In-N-Out Burger was the greatest hamburger in, on earth. All I said is anybody who's, who, doesn't, who, who doesn't recognize this probably hasn't been west of Arizona. Because they're in California, Arizona. And then I find out from all the tweets that they're in Dallas now. So they're in Texas. There's none on the East Coast. And again, is it the greatest hamburger in the history of the world? No. But for a fast food hamburger... It's quick. It's easy. The French fries, they get potatoes. They actually peel the potatoes, and they have people in the back putting the potato in one of those presses. They're French fries. You know, I always say fry, fresh, never frozen. They are the most fresh French fries you'll ever get because they are squeezed yeah. out and then put in the oil right away. And they crank it 24-7 at that joint. So I posted it because a lot of people like it in out Burger. Then I got the gratuitous, it's not as good as this burger, and it's not as good as Five Guys, and it's not as good as Smash Burger. Listen, if you like your favorite, I didn't say it was the best burger. I said it was a quality, affordable, fast burger that was good. It's quality you can trust, it says on the sign right there. I mean, it's right there in plain black and white. And by the way, I haven't had one in five, six years. So it's not like it's, oh my God, I flew to L.A. to go get a burger. No, we were in there because it was open, and we were driving up to Palmdale in five-hour traffic on a Friday night. I ate at the In-N-Out. Did you eat an In-N-Out? I had an in- yes, I did. They had one in Vegas, too? Yes, they did. I did not know that. So they're moving east slowly. But there's a gazillion burger places, and your favorite burger, make it your favorite burger. They're not the thick, juicy burgers that you can get in some places that specialize in burgers. They're two patties, and they make it, and the fries are fresh, and that's, that's it. But people love In-N-Out Burger. People swear by it. I like it. Do I love it? Would I you know, drive 100 miles to go to one? No. Probably not. Right. I don't drive 100 miles to get anything. <laughs> I drive 20 miles to go get a, a Mama's, though, because of all the cheesesteak places. That's not even 20 miles. That's like 12 from here, and we do it twice a year. You make the pilgrimage. You make the pilgrimage to Mama's. Speaking on... of Mama's, we have my Mama's uh, sausage and peppers. Yes, tonight. let me give her a roaring round of applause tonight. Hey, Luigi brought the grub. I brought nothing tonight. That's Although all right, I am though. prepared for this. I don't want people to think I mailed the show in just because we're doing another one in two nights. <laughs> and we do have open lines, by the way, for you to participate. And we have phone lines already lit up. Are they lit? Yes. Oh, yeah. not as they not, no, no, they ain't lit as you. I got a question because I did. Every time I go to Disney, whether it's Disneyland or Disney World, I have to buy the latest flashy or bubble machine. Correct. Since I already own the greatest bubble machine, the new Mickey Mouse one that I bought last year. The one with all the bubbles and the lights. Yes, yeah, the one we, we went around looking at like seven different stores. Yeah, we found lights. it down at Disney World in Florida. So far, we have not been able to find an improvement on said bubble no, machine. No, that's the greatest bubble machine ever made. Yes. Now, there's one that has a little mermaid on it, you know, and there's all kinds of Disney hats. Now they have the Star Wars ones in the ears where there's like all digital stuff. So they have all kinds. Everything, you, every time you go to Disney, everything's new. Not everything, but a lot of new stuff when you think, what could they come up with next? So this year, of course, I had to get it. The flashing, you got a little couple Mickeys on there, and then you got the rest of the bulbs. Yep. And unlike the chick in the Raiders commercial who yells at her boyfriend about the sweater, 
Remember, she's the Chiefs fan at the at the Christmas dinner. Yeah, with the Raiders sweater. Yep. So then you got. I don't want to do this because in case uh, some people are. You I'm know, starting to get a seizure over here. Look at <laughs> triggered yeah, exactly. by this. I don't want to trigger any seizures. But then you got the really fast one. You like that one, Robin? I'm gonna let the audience decide. I got the fast flashing uh, balls or lights. It's freaking me out, man. Then I got the alternating flashing. Which nah, is I don't still like that. It's flash. too much. Too much going on. Then I got the the soft flash, which is like alternating, but I think slower. I like soft flash. Or I can go. No, no. Intermittent flash. No, it needs to twinkle. Or I can go solid. We'll let the people decide. Follow us on Facebook. Like it. Post a message. Now I don't have my 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 tablet died while I was traveling, uh, uh, which is a total outrage. My Samsung Galaxy Pad. Oh, so something of yours finally died? Like it didn't the laptop die. It just doesn't take died. a charge anymore. It was working Why? on the airplane. I was playing a bow and arrow game on the way to California. Awesome game online. Who does that? When you Who have a six-hour flight, I have time. So we have uh, one comment already. Jeff Arzella says, slow and steady. Well, who doesn't like that? I'm like asking it. about the lights, not I, about your sex I life. I like it like that, See too. See you, bro, to get that booty active. <laughs> Lay down and smack them Speaking of people tuning in, <laughs> let me uh, give you a couple of... Uh, we, we love hearing from all of you via Twitter and or Facebook Live. Well, not all of them. So please join the conversation and uh, on there on social media and call us at 717-363-8669-717-363. Tony. Yes. Um, so we got Miss Robin's birthday yesterday at Disneyland. Her right. daughter, Kim, and Yash Friedman, her longtime boyfriend from York, Pennsylvania, the home of the Peppermint Patties, the home of... Uh, Very close to Hershey's Chocolate. Not far from, but but also known for uh, you know who's from. There's a lot of big famous people from York, Pennsylvania. Luigi, did you know that? Uh, who else? Is, well, how about the Live, the band Live? They're from they're York. from York. Yep. How about that? I did not know that. Yeah, Harley Davidson Factory is in York, mm -hmm. one of the many, but that's one of the biggest ones in the country. Harley Davidson makes Correct. their motorcycles up in York, Pennsylvania. I think, well, it's their corporate headquarters. Yes, York Peppermint Pouties. What else is York known for? Yorkshire Terrier. No, no, that's a different York. <laughs> that's a Yorkshire. That's Yorkshire, England. So if you were watching live, we were live. At the, we had a four-camera shoot. Okay. So, <laughs> we have a oh, four Tony, you got uh, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians. That's right, the Temple coach and Arizona Cardinal coach. So uh, Luigi almost gave it away last week during the show. I know. If you noticed, if you were listening, I kind of like stared at Luigi and went, uh, don't say anything. What's the matter with you? Because us going out to Los Angeles was a big surprise for my daughter, who um, her boyfriend, now fiancé, asked if we could be out there and help him w surprise her. Um, and we flew, we, 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 her best friend from Arizona flew Sorry. out. And there were going to be a couple of other people uh, as well, but unfortunately they were unable to make it. So it was just the three of us. And because it was just the three of us, I had the crazy idea to live stream it so that... All and we had a good cell connect. We had a yes, good, we had we good did. service. It was more, it was more stable than this show on many nights. Yes. So and Robin's holding a phone next to the wishing well at Cinderella's Castle at Walt Disney World in Anaheim, California. I, know, I saw it. Did you see it? I saw the video. Yeah, she was good. We had p family members and friends from all over the world checking in, and they were able to comment live. So I'm gonna capture that video with all the comments, and I'm gonna make a little videotape for them. So that's why we were out there, but. Um, uh, we we it was a huge secret, so we, we weren't we weren't on social media and letting anybody know where we were. And we, I, I set the new land speed record of getting from Los Angeles International Airport 
to Anaheim. It was at nine thirty. We picked up Zoe, who was supposed to be there at eight, but her flight was delayed. So it's nine thirty. We have to be at Disney, and there's long lines to go through the check-in for, especially this time of the year. Everybody's going to Disneyland. So there's these long lines just to go through the security to get on the tram to get to the park. Then there's long lines at the park just to get in the door. So it, I don't well, know I how just, we did like, it. Not sound like the happiest place on earth. No, but, 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 but when, when, when you have to be there by ten fifty-five because you have it planned in advance because we spent Monday setting and it up. See, that's the thing is that you've to to go to to Disney World, Disneyland. I've learned one thing. You need to have everything set up and like your well, itinerary has to be set. Yes, we, we did. Because if you did. mess anything, it's no but longer the happiest place you. on earth. It's the most so, miscible place on the planet. Not only would did we already have, we, we had scheduled the photographer. We scheduled Yeah, Monday we're doing leg work. So everything was already all set <laughs> Thanks to everybody. All the women wearing spandex, by the way. Glutes, yoga ca- pants. Glutes, calves. The whole everything. Thing. And on their way from San Jose, flying down from San Jose to Los Angeles... My daughter and her boyfriend, now fiance, Yash, he dropped his phone in the toilet. He pulled a Luigi. And now he's the only guy we need to communicate with because her daughter, we can't text her. Wait a minute. What do you mean I pulled a I never dropped my phone in the toilet. Well, I mean, it's one of those things you would expect last minute something goes wrong. Oh, you know, I mean, things that happen oh. when, you're, when you have a plan and something happens. You know, it's like you have a plan and you get stuck in traffic. You have a plan and something else happens. Your car breaks down. I'm not saying that you do it intentionally. It's just one of those unforeseen tragedies that occur to most of us. You following me? So anyway, it was... Right? Does that not happen to most of us? When you have a plan and it's all perfectly put together, and then you need everything to work that day to pull it off, and something goes wrong, like you drop your phone in the toilet. Robin's done it. I have. A lot of people have done it. I did it at the Nyaf Gala when we exactly. were Exactly. So yeah. now the person that you need to communicate with who has his phone dropped in the toilet drops his phone, and now you're really screwed because you you have no way to do it so surreptitiously. If, de- if we're delayed, he won't know. So we're then trying to call him and trying to talk in code to Donna him. Luigi's mad because I use him as an example of things going wrong sometimes. It happens to all of us. But I would like to give a shout-out to everybody that's Oh, joining. Rich Vittori goes, are you referring to Funkin' Fantasy? Yeah, when everything goes wrong on Thursday nights. It exactly. goes wrong on this show, too. Shashka. I'm one man on an island. I'm- I would like to give a <laughs> shout-out to the people that are joining us up. Okay. Uh, William Schleek said, I loved how you were shooting the video for a brief moment through the opening of the cast member's arm and body. Yeah, I'm yes. hiding. Robin was ducking behind <laughs> one of the photographers so her no. daughter wouldn't see her. We're crouched behind the in the tunnel of the castle. But if you want to, we're not going to explain anymore. If you want to see the video, it's on Tony's Facebook page. It's hysterical. You can hear how panicked I am and how stressed everybody is. And it turned out so beautiful. We were all crying. Everybody was watching. I was was doing eighty miles an hour, Luigi, to get to Disneyland from nine thirty. It was it's it's virtually impossible to do what we did yesterday. What'd you have for the rental car? I had a I had a I had the greatest rental car on earth. <laughs> oh God, she's laughing. What'd you have? Where, I have the I have the receipt here. I don't usually give plugs to people. No, what was it? It was a little Versa. No, but you right? rip people. A it was Nissan. a Nissan 2017 Nissan Versa. You know, so it's, it's a little car. It's like a little Lego car. Okay. <laughs> now let me ask you this question. It runs on Shoot. two cylinders. You've rented cars, right? You go places. You rent a car. I've gone all over the country, all over the world, and rented cars. Of course. So I'm looking for a car for L.A. For five days, actually four full days and a couple of hours. Okay. Four How much would you do you think you can rent a car for in Los Angeles for four days during the holiday season? During the holiday season, and you get a concession fee, a facility fee. What's a concession fee? What's a facility? I don't know. It's just you get like a bullshit tax. Or, or you use the bathroom? No, yeah. there's no. So the concession fee, facility fee, tourism fee, 
Tourism license, fee. Vehicle license fee. So if you would like to be able to look out the window, and it's going to be 17 It's basically bucks. all the taxes that Jerry Brown tax on and okay. stuff so he can pay for all the so money he pisses just, away. I'm gonna say, what do you think the daily rate would like be? Most right, I'm gonna, this is a four-door vehicle? Four-door, little hatchback, and it's a 2017 car. It's not like one of these well, rent wrecks when no, we, we didn't know. Twenty-six so bucks. Twenty-seventeen Nissan Versa Note. Twenty-six dollars a day. Nine dollars and thirty-nine <laughs> cents a day. Now you add the taxes. All right, out the door. After four days in Los Angeles, the total retail value of this rental car. It is the greatest deal in history. Sixty-one dollars and five cents. You serious, Can you Clark? believe that? <laughs> I'm serious, Clark. <laughs> they, That's incredible. Because they charged me sixty-seven dollars when I initially booked it. You know, you have to put it on your credit card. And then at the end, I said, "Are there any additional charges?" And no, you're getting a six-dollar refund. No. <laughs> yeah, their estimate was over. <laughs> they actually gave us money back. Too. $61.05 to rent a car so, at, Los, at Los Angeles International Airport. How much gas? How much gas? Then I put, like, what I went, I went, I, I went to Palmdale up and back, which is 150 miles to, to Disney, up and back to Anaheim, to Los Angeles, downtown. I don't know. I put like 400 miles on the car, so it was like $17 in gas. Tell everybody what the, the company name is, Tony, because we are. The company is You Save Car and Truck Rental. I mean, it was incredible. The name says it all, Tony. Yeah, and you're thinking, oh, it's going to be one of. Because, you know, we rent some from Fringe Country. You go to a website and they, and they show you the lowest rate. And this was from carrentals.com. I want to give this tip to everybody out there carrentals.com, and then you just search all the sites on there. Because there's a million of these. You know, we're the search we're engine. we're not getting anything by... Uh, no, we don't get anything for free. I'm just telling you, this was like I'm the giving most you a amazing tip deal ever. Because I already booked the, the, uh, the Super Bowl stuff in Minnesota. I'm going to go back and see if I can get a better rate and cancel the other one. We're going to go in a, in a 2017 Versa in no, Minnesota? No, no, no. It's got to be bigger than that. It's not going to work, buddy. <laughs> we need an $9.39 a day in Los Angeles? You can't beat that, Clark. It was unbelievable. And there's a shuttle bus that takes you from the airport right to the place. And it's like right around the corner. It's unbelievable. So anyway... Uh, when you're doing like a pretty good when deal. You're doing re- when you're doing searches for car rentals anywhere now, they're not in every city. You yeah, you save, and you don't necessarily get you save every time. Car rentals scans all the different car rental sites because I usually use Hotwire, and That's they've easy. been very good. You can you can or actually go on to you save. Uh, yeah, you can go on to you save car and truck rental yourself. Now, here's the, here's the thing with you save, you have to have your own insurance. Correct. Well, yeah, car. if you decline the insurance, that's another nine dollars a right. day. No, they but, don't even have insurance available. Yes, they do. Yes, they oh, do. Oh, if you don't didn't. have your own full coverage, you cannot leave the lot without buying insurance from them. Well, I have full coverage on my vehicle. Yeah, I did too, but I had to then, because I didn't bring my insurance card with me, we had to call our State Farm agent, and it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it wasn't? No, it wasn't it was Aaron. It shut down. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers <laughs> was shut down after the Packers were eliminated from the playoffs, so he wasn't there, and neither was what's-his-face, his linebacker dude buddy there, uh, uh, Clay Matthews, Matthews. Clay Matthews. Um, we, whoops, where did it go? Oh, shoot. So anyway, this is, I, I was stunned. Stunned. You don't you normally get a rental car for $61 a day in L.A. That's, in, that's incredible. Man. It is. It's that unbelievable. So carrentals.com, and they actually booked it through, like, some company in another, in, like, Lithuania. Oh, God. But it, that's your thinking, oh, wait a minute, I don't know about that. But then it goes to, you, you, you save car, wait truck, rental. I remember this. I remember this conversation. You and I were downstairs. And, you, and Tony said, I just got done getting the rental car. And Robin said, did you, did, did you get a confirmation? We were like, yeah, it was through some other place or whatever. And Robin looked at me. She goes, uh, okay, Tony. 
I hope this sticks. <laughs> no, and then said. I got the confirmation. I'm thinking the same thing when you're going through a third party, right? Yeah, you're going through these third world countries like Albania over here renting cars. Exactly. And then you have to pay for it up front. I'm like, oh, this is this not is not going to be bad. No, that was my total bill, sixty one dollars yep. and five cents, not including gas, obviously. Refund. They charged us sixty seven. They gave us a refund, Tony, because they overcharged. It's been a long time to give, give me one, one of these, buddy. baby. Give it's me been a long time to give you one. I of those. deserve a standing ovation for that. Everybody thinks oh, I, I don't care. Even if I were a multimillionaire, which I'm not. But sixty-one dollars, you got to take that. You got to take the deal. Do the deal, baby. Do the deal. Well, not that deal. <laughs> that deal was never done, by the way, was it? Not at any all. Any of the deals that any like, local radio stations or promotion honks do? No. They never get done because fans think somehow they're going to influence decisions by management, which no. does n- never happens. Anyway, so enough about our travels. Uh, our good friend Jackie and Johnny out there, and the Howards. Correct. We stayed on their boat again. When we travel, we don't, you know, we try to, when you have friends in other cities, you know, when they come here, we let them stay here. You use those resources. So, yeah, so you scratch their you back. You use your friends whenever possible. You use but resources. we don't use them. They come here, we, you know, it's, it's a friend thing. They're friends. We went out to dinner. So if my ex-wife's lawyer is listening out there, no, I don't have luxurious, extravagant vacations. All right? I'm sleeping in my buddy's boat in his, in his bow, in his aft cabin. And this is not a yacht. No. He actually borrowed 20 bucks off of me. <laughs> so, you know exactly. So anyway, we did the easiest, cheapest flight to Los Angeles and back. And for that, you can call us cheap bastards or you can call us thrifty. Now, I don't know if he's actually calling from Australia. I just saw that. Yeah. But we have somebody, Justin, from Australia. M- Rupert Murdoch, is he selling us a piece of the ESPN Fox empire that they just bought? I hope not. <laughs> I, there are a lot of numbers in this phone number, we so pull I'm up? thinking that he is actually Let's pull him up. Australia. I don't want him to pay uh, long uh, overage long fees. Let's go yeah. to... Let's go to where? Let's go down under. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I was down I'll under be doing that as I, soon as this show's over, baby. I, I was down under earlier this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun to say. Good day. Good day. Good day, mate. Good day. I see. G'day. It's, it's a proper good day. Well, you know, Luigi has a lot of experience. He did watch all of the Crocodile Dundee movies. It's not a knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, this is a knife. That's not a knife. Did you get that haircut with a knife, Luigi? No, I didn't. <laughs> that's, a quali- that's, a, that's a quality fade, and it was done with a razor blade by a couple of brothers. All right. So exactly right. They're a little bit more deadly with those razors than Crocodile Dundee was with the knife. Now, we've spoken before, have we not? It lo- uh, No, we haven't. We may have tweeted, but I just figured that today when I'm actually listening live and watching live, I would ring and heckle you from down under. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. And now, of course, it's summer in Australia, <laughs> right? It is summer down there, correct? It sh- certainly is. We've had um, two days this week over 110, but then oh. storms came in late at night with winds and a few people down the road lost the roof to their house and things like that, so... But we're, you know, we're coping. It's going to be a long, hot summer. Our cricket team's going okay. And I can watch the Eagles from down here. Beautiful, man. Now, what, now what is your name? We didn't even get your name. It's Justin. Justin from where, which part of Australia? Perth? Uh, are you in Sydney? Where are you? Uh, I live in a, a small town north of Melbourne called Castlemaine. Beautiful. I had some of that the other night at uh, Walt Disney World in, uh, in the California Adventure. Did you have it with the aioli on the side? Yeah, aioli on the side. It's good stuff, man. 
I have. That is the one <laughs> continent I have not been on yet. Really? I've never been I'm to I'm afraid Australia. to go to Australia. I mean, everything there can kill you. No, it can't. Yes, it can. What are you talking about? Everything in Australia You live in a neighborhood where you can't go out of your door at night without being fearing for your life. It's a fair fight. I can see them coming, all right? Oh, okay. That's a, that's a difference. <laughs> I'm used to fighting zombies. I'm not used to fighting stuff in Australia. Hey, Luigi. Yes, sir. Luigi, it's safer in Kenzo than it is in Australia. I, I, exactly. I, look, I don't live in Kenzo. I live in Taconi, which is far worse than Kensington. It's not dangerous down there. Are you kidding me? You're in, you're in a Taconi tuxedo right now. You got a t-shirt, your pajama <laughs> pants on. I'm wearing a lot, right of guy, well, a lot of guys and girls were wearing at Disneyland, like, tuck, like pajama pants tonight. I'm wearing pajama pants tonight. You look good. I could be wearing no pants tonight, and no one would know. So, well. Justin, so you're an Eagle fan in Australia? Yeah, sure am. Are you a bandwagon fan, or have you been suffering with this team for generations like I have? Uh, I can't say I've been suffering for generations. I've been suffering for maybe 10 years. And that's a generation to some people. That's close enough. <laughs> were you a mil- yeah. uh, 10 years ago, were you a millennial then or not a millennial? See, I, I have to write down the years of the baby no, boomers, Gen Xers, uh, Gen Y, Gen Y not. I was in Gen Y not. Back when I was growing up. Well, why not be in Everything, everything else matter. was, why not, man? Why not? It's the 60s, baby. Let's party. You know what I mean? Well, I'm north of 40, so I think that makes me a Gen X. I don't know. I have a list upstairs. I have it broken. I actually have it on an index card. The one that, uh, the one that G- Greg Steratore, uh, Gene Steratore <laughs> used in the Raiders-Cowboys game the other night. Except I don't fold mine in half. You know what I'm saying? How bogus was that? <laughs> and Sterator <laughs> laughing as he got up. That was the best part of the card fold. When, you know, Because the card was like a tent. So that means there was more ga- yeah. of a gap, right, between the pole and the ball. If you're going like- to fold it in half. It means it works. No yeah. first down. Right. But he got up, and then before he made the call, everybody's waiting. Go back and I, I, I still see this vividly, watching the game in, in, in LA. I'm looking, and I'm like, he's got a, 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 a card. And, he's, and he gets up, and I'm thinking he's going to say no first down because the card was, was opened like a tent. And so the, mm-hmm. ball, the side that touches the ball and there the side that touches the stick, there's a bigger gap there. There was a bigger gap between the paper than between Harry Mays' teeth. There was a bigger gap than the Kardashian family female's legs have ever been. There's never been a gap that small. I, 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 that's really a bad comparison because their gap is much larger. In fact, Chloe's knocked up now. Did you see that breaking news? She's, she's knocked up? I think it's a Chloe. It's one of them. I don't well, know. Chewbacca's going to be a father. That's great, man. That's awesome. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Chloe that's in, who just announced tonight? It's, this is breaking news before the show. I can't keep them, I can't keep them separated, thank God, because I wouldn't want to keep them together. <laughs> Yeah, but see, he's he's in, he's in Australia. He didn't have to. He wasn't born into this. You know what I mean? He chose this. Yeah. So, Justin, how did you become an Eagles fan? I want to hear this from somebody down under. Like, how do you, when you when you can watch Australian footy, which is like the best sport ever? How did you become an Eagles fan? Uh, because my Australian football team, the North Melbourne Kangaroos, are very very similar to the Eagles and the Phillies. Just downtrodden teams, very little success, but a loyal fan base. And wait a that's minute, the reason. wait a minute. So I feel like a close relationship with the Eagles and the Phillies. So the, your two home teams weren't enough for you? You had to go out and find another downtrodden team? They're not really downtrodden, though. 
That's I mean, the Phillies won a World Series like <laughs> almost ninety-eight, like ninety-eight, nine years ago. Yeah. So but now my football team's only won two, two premierships or championships. Now, are you a big rugby fan too down there, or no? Uh, not so much. I definitely follow the Wallabies when they're in the World Cup, but. Now, is Australia Any in the World Cup? Are they in, did they make the World Cup cut? Or a New Zealander, we do it. Okay. We're talking now. Sorry, are don't. you on a? You're on a. Uh, you're on a. Um, what do they call it, Robin? When you use a phone, you know, he's not making a long distance phone call here. I'm sure he's, that using, he's using uh, internet, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Internet based so. call. It's a really clean line. We can't get a clean line yeah, around yeah. the corner, but you sound crystal clear, and you're calling from Australia. It's unbelievable how that works. That's excellent. Yeah, isn't he loud oh, and clear? Technology. It is. He's he's unbelievably loud and clear. Yeah, I know. Like the the delay. I mean, obviously there is a slight delay, but it's not as bad as yours. Luigi's on a bigger delay right now. Actually, of course, yeah. I've checked out. You checked out I today? Checked out. Yes, I've checked out. <laughs> you like the Roach Motel? You check in, but, but you, you don't check out. Correct, Amundo. No, he did. He actually escaped the Roach Motel. I don't even like Dallas Cowboys fans. I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about, Tim. Okay. What else is going on, Justin? Now. I got to ask you, this is the quintessential question. I know I have friends in Australia, our good friend Chris uh, from the Ghost Hunters days. She's moving to Australia soon. She's getting married. She's she's getting married. She met an Aussie. Already married. Done. Did she get married? It's a done deal. Chris Williams from Ghost Hunters days, our good friend. She met an Australian fellow traveling, and then they had a long-distance relationship. She'd go back, and he'd come up here, and she'd go back there. She lives up in in, uh, in New England. And then uh, last time I talked to her, she was about to get married and move to Australia. And I believe she did, Robin. Did she tell you? She didn't text Where me. Where is she message. moving to, Tony? I think it's uh, that's right, near, uh, right near Sydney, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, too. I don't blame her, though. Australians are awesome. They're funny. Beautiful. They, they're great looking. They have a fantastic sense of humor. They're totally down to earth. But they don't drink Fosters like people think they do, right? No. Because Fosters is not, the, not, uh, not really number one beer in Australia, correct? We never drink Fosters. Exactly. Ever. <laughs> what's the lo- What's the local favorite down there? I, I should se- I should send you some Australian beer. Absolutely. Well, yeah, of course. We're kind. Of, well, now, what's the What's the best beer in Australia? Uh, the current. If he says PBR, I swear to God. People is a beer called Furphy, which is m- made by a company called Little Creatures that has their. Their brewery started in Fremantle, Western Australia, and it's gradually crawled all the way across the continent. And uh, Furphy would be the beer of choice Surfy? for most people nowadays. Surfy? Furphy. F. Furphy. F U R P H Y. Surfy. So, no, like. Fur. Fur. Furphy. Fur. Furphy. Furphy. F. Okay, Furphy. Fur. Don't they have conventions in Pittsburgh? No, 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 no. no oh, those no, are furries. No, I'm sorry. It's a different. Uh, <laughs> furphy. Furphy beer, but you can't get it in if the you're, states. If you're so. into like squirrels banging possums and things. Yeah, like that, exactly. Right? Although they should serve this beer at that convention, that would be very appropriate. So, but there's other nas- internationally known Australia because this is obviously a locally known beer, right? They don't distribute that around the world, do they? Yeah, I don't think it's distributed around the world yet, but I'm sure it's about to happen soon because it's a really successful beer. So. So the other ones that we know, obviously Foster's gets because of the oil can. That's what really made it popular because they were one of the first beers that had the big, the big ass cans, well, and everybody thought it was cool. And they say it's Australian for beer, mate. Yeah, 
But what's and the other big brand? There's another big Australian. Uh, there's another big Australian bear that's internationally known. Cooper's. No, isn't there like something with Victoria something? No, that's Mexican. No, Victoria's Mexico. Oh, yeah, Victoria Bitter. Right. Well, Victoria Bitter is Forex something different. Forex Gold. Forex. Forex Gold. Forex. I thought there were condoms. Yeah. Uh. Yep. Forex. Oh, con- <laughs> 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 well, they come in large sizes and small sizes. Yeah, Victoria. You got Carlton Drought. Crown. Draft. Draft. Crown Lager. Tui's Extra Draft. Dry. Mm-hmm. Crown. Yep. Han Premium. Han. Are you uh, Googling Australian Of beer? course. He's Wait, of I know something tip my tongue. Uh, t- uh, KB Lager, Han Super Dry, Tui's KB Old. KB Lager, don't, they don't make that anymore. They don't make that anymore? You can't even get it, Clark. It's an outrage. No, not the KB. This is good stuff, man. Of course. See Can how international the show is? <laughs> this is an international show. People, people think we joke when we talk about all the people all over the world. Listen, they could have been anywhere. Now, it's already tomorrow there. So what time of the day is it? On uh, Thursday already in Australia right now, Justin. It's uh, 11.50 a.m. Oh, dude, it's ready for a nooner. It's almost time to pop a Foster's or uh, Or a Furphy. Or a Furphy. Or or a (laughs) Furphy. I've already got them on ice, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but, of course, the quintessential question is, since it's so hot out, you got the cold beer, do you have the proverbial shrimp on the barbie? I'm going to buy some prawns, not shrimp, prawns. at the market tomorrow for Christmas Day. Oh, beautiful. They do the seven shellfishes down there. They don't do like these seven. Seven shellfishes? They do seven shellfishes. You got shrimp. You got, you got shrimp. You got the uh, shrimp. You got lobster. What, what other kind of shellfish is down? You got, uh, you got, you got mussels. Mussels. You got uh, oysters, right? Uh, Morton Bay Bugs. Morton Bay Bugs. I am not familiar with that. Swimmer crabs. Little hermit crabs. Mm-hmm. You got the fried shrimp. You got mm-hmm. the boiled shrimp. What you got the shrimp scampi. You got the bubble they, gum shrimp. But oh. they don't call them shrimp. They I call know. them prawns. Prawns. Well, prawns or shrimp are similar, but they're not exactly. Prawns are much bigger. You don't get any of those little suckers when you get prawns. No, you just, but you rip the head off and just eat the prawn right there. You're damn right. You eat the head, too, in Australia. They're real men down there. Well, everybody should eat the head. Even the women are real men down there. No, I'm, I'm, I endorse that. <laughs> I fully endorse that. Fully endorse that. You got to make with the head. All right, the other final question that I have, Justin, because a lot of people ask these same questions. Because I've never been to Australia or New Zealand, and people, a lot of people, confuse the two, but they're not. They're not even on the, in the same area. They're they're not that close. People think they're like right next door, and they're not, because there's a lot of water between you two guys. New Zealand or Australia? Have you been Absolutely. to New Zealand? Yep, I was in New Zealand last week. So which is the better country for people from America who want to travel down under? Should they go to Australia or New Zealand, being an objective man who's been to both countries? Uh, if you're going to come this far south, you've got to do both countries because Agreed. they're both absolutely stunning. Who's- that's now, a great answer right there. Different. Now, Justin, I have a question for you, and I don't know if this is true, but I've had somebody tell me that if somebody is really, really freaked out about all the different poisonous and dangerous animals in Australia, and they're not ready to experience something like that, New Zealand doesn't have any of them, right? It's like Australia light. Uh, yeah, New- that's right. New Zealand is a lot safer for dangerous animals. 
So, like, if you want to ease into the down under, do New Zealand first, get used to the lingo, get a little bit of experience, and then go to Australia. So it was me, like, with the roller coasters. I go to Disney World, I go on Space Mountain first, and I get ease my way in. Yes. Yeah, so I'm never going boy. to Australia. Nope, never going to Australia. Not <laughs> so, so, you you know, you, you, you go you to You see the size of the sharks in Australia? You can walk down the street and get bit by a shark well, in Australia. I, that, it's crazy. Hey, hon, the, the ocean, I didn't say... Did you say hon? Hon? Yeah, I said Wait, hon. Man, I hate to do Thank it. You, Tony, right. please. Hon. Hon. Listen here. New Zealand Touch has sharks. <laughs> Let me tell you, the sharks kind of go their own way. They're, you're not going to be able to keep the sharks away. I'm just saying, man. He's, 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 he's more, he should be more afraid of lone sharks out here than he is in Australia. Well, my Sherlock, he's, he's a little tough, but you know. Well, Justin, it's great hearing from you, my friend. I mean, you're a day closer. You're actually almost, uh, let's see, how many hours ahead are you there? So it's 8 o'clock here, and it's noon there, so that's 12 plus 4. That 16. is 16 hours ahead of us. So you'll be celebrating Christmas 16 hours, but it'll be Christmas morning. Santa will be coming down the old uh, kangaroo shoot at, uh, let's see, what time will it be here when it's midnight there? What time will it be here? Yeah, when it's midnight in, in Australia. If it's 16 hours 16 later, hours. it'll be 6, six o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, 6 o'clock in the night. No, no, it won't. It'll be like You said 12 to 12. 6 a.m. No, 12 to 12. It'd be 12 p.m., 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. No. And then it'd be 6 hours later after that. If, it, if it's midnight in Australia and it's just becoming Christmas. It's 16 hours earlier here. Then it would oh, be 8 a.m. earlier. Yeah, we're Gosh, earlier. I thought, They're already in the next day. Forgive me, I'm retarded. No comment. Shut so Justin, I'm very good with math. I just didn't know which day we were talking about. Yesterday, we're talking about Christmas. They're gonna. Set, it's like New Year's Eve when we start. Everybody here waits for Times Square, but of course in California, it's three hours earlier. And then of course, as we go farther, I'll be west, working sixteen hours. Oh, okay. Christmas so that's easier for you to exactly, figure out. I'll be working. When you're sitting there working, just to a back, just to the back. Justin time will and, be celebrating Christmas. <laughs> Son of a bitch. There we go. <laughs> He'll be celebrating Christmas. And Luigi will be celebrating bitterness. Bitterness, exactly. Bitterness. Bitterness. Oh man. Now, Justin, I have a I have a project for you because when we did when we used to do the end of the night show, mm -hmm. we had pockets all over the world that started listening to the show in groups. We had um, uh, an entire village in the Philippines that used to tune in on a regular basis. So now, since you're calling in, yep. you need to start getting people together and all listen at the same time and call in from down under. Exactly. It'll be like a big uh, morning get-together. Yes. Like 11 a.m. we go on there, 11 a.m. in Australia. i got to write that down because whenever we travel, we always point out what time it is. Remember when we did the radio show in Roatan? I w we right. went downtown. I went on the air on the morning drive show yep. in Roatan in Honduras. That was fun, man. We should do a remote. It. And then if you get enough people, we can get sponsored. We can go down and we can do a remote. In what Australia. happens if Fosters wanted to sponsor us? Would we, would we, would we do still do that? Even though it's the funky beer Foster. But they spend a lot what of money. What are you talking about? It's the greatest nectar ever created. But they spend a lot of money in the United States advertising it. That's true. Would we turn that money down if they were to offer a sponsor our Hell trip to Australia no. to do shows down I will there? tattoo a picture of Vladimir right on my damn right arm if he sponsors this program. I don't care. Vladimir? Yeah. But who's Foster? What? Foster's is not. I'm talking about, I'll pimp anything. I don't oh, care. Oh, okay. Me. I mean, I don't even know who the guy is. I'm like Ricky Bobby. Do you get throw anything on the windshield? It don't matter. You can just, okay. just tattoo the car up. It's fine. Hey, Justin, before you go, don't hang up because Jack in the back wants to get your number so that we could... Uh, Jack in the back. 
Jack in the back is working hard tonight. Jack's the, our great phone screener and uh, sales associate. He does everything. For and, the show. and Rich and Rich Vittori from Moonshine checks in and says, make sure he tunes in at 11 p.m. Saturday night for the Christmas Eve 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 show. That's right. Yeah, we're doing Moonshine. another show. It'll be Christmas Eve Eve, so it'll be already Christmas Eve to you, but it'll be Christmas Eve Eve to us on Friday night, uh, same time, seven to nine. But we're going to start earlier because Tony Claus is going to come out earlier for the right. kids. So, be there no, five. it is going to be Christmas Triple Eve for Looking us and Tony only Claus. Christmas Double Eve for him. That's right. It'll be Christmas Triple Eve for us. Yes. And then just Christmas Double Eve double Eve for you and Double Eve for me if I can find two Meanwhile, women's name Eve. Thank you. <laughs> Justin, thanks so much, buddy. Merry Christmas if they still say that down there. Merry Christmas to all of you. And happy 2018. There he is. Happy Let's give him a roaring round of, of course, applause. Man. The great Justin. Outside of Melbourne. He said Melbourne, right? North of Melbourne? That is correct. God, I love Australian accents, don't you? Uh, I do, too. Trust uh, me. That was like the longest phone call ever. That's all right. There are, we gleaned a lot of knowledge and information from there. damn right we did, Tony. There are it wasn't two just accents that just, they, they, and they have hot men that go along with it. what are the accents? The, the Australian accent and a good Irish brogue or Scottish brogue. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> brogue. Brogue. Uh, Get your brogue right here. Gets me going every time. Sorry, really? Tony. Yeah. You don't he, like a nice French accent? Uh, you know, the romantic languages. Oh, we oui, oui. Hey. Oh. <laughs> we, we have a... He stopped working. <laughs> no, I... Italian accents aren't beautiful no, and French accents? We have a little, uh, like this little electric, electronic mistletoe. That is a little French dude. Oh, yeah, we got to bring that down. Where is, is, is it hanging straight. up? We'll bring him down after During the, the break, break, we'll play a couple of snippets from that. Plus, Luigi better start cranking out some damn Christmas music. Robin has I, it. I need some, what do you call it? I'll get it. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. TSO, homie. I want some TSO tonight. I want some, want some uh, TNA TSOP. TNA. You know what TSOP, right, was? Not TSO. No. TSOP. The Sound of Philadelphia back in the day. T-S-O-P. I know O-P-P. <laughs> well, you down with O-P-P? <laughs> of course, you know me, bro. Damn right. Now, we got a couple other phone calls, and we're going to get ready to go to break. So why don't we go to take another phone call before we go to break, Tom? Let's yeah, let's do that. Let's we'll try to bang some of these phone calls out. I can't see them, though. So we went to Australia tonight. We brought you down under. And now we're going to go to Jim from Sheltonham to bring you back up. Oh, yes, How indeed. How about that? The official archivist of the Tony Bruno Show. Excited, I'm sure, about Santana's in Philadelphia. <laughs> Is he really? Yes. Carlos Santana is a Philly. $60 million. Worth it. The new Philly's first baseman. Jim, I know you're a big baseball guy. You surprised that Carlos Santana well, will be your new Philly's first baseman for the next me, couple of years? You hear me? Yes, we can, Jim. Okay. That was a great move by the Phillies. Yes, they needed a veteran player in that lineup who could you know, teach these kids how to take pitches, mm -hmm. work walks. Exactly. He, now he's thirty-one years old, so he's not, you know, he's not a long-term project. They got a three-year deal. I know some people, of course, the cynics on yeah. on Twitter. Well, of course he got. They overpaid him because nobody was going to give him sixty million dollars for three years. The fact is that he could have gone to a lot of different places, maybe for less money. But they had to sell him on this franchise and the fact that his young players, Reese Hoskins, obviously is excited. He'll have some protection. And as you mentioned, Jim, the thing about Carlos Santana, the guy for a power hitter. He's not a strikeout machine. He works walks. He's a good on-base guy and a good veteran leader that this team needs. I love the move. I love it a lot. 
And of course, the Phillies general manager says it's, what's important to him is people that w- take a lot of pitches, mm-hmm. walks, and hits with uh, with contact. Exactly. And the Phillies are one thing they have to learn is to hit with contact. No doubt about it. That's why they reworked their entire coaching staff. You know, the guys like Larry Boa and Mickey Morandini, you know, they moved them up the food chain because they want to bring in fresh new eyes and fresh new guys with the coconut oil. And they already started that with Gabe Kaplan. Now, we don't know if Carlos Santana has bought into the uh, coconut oil phenomenon that's uh, raging. I don't know. Have you seen the press conference today? You see the press conference No, that's when I I hit my head, hit the pillow so hard, I broke it. All of a sudden, he he announced his name, and he starts hugging the manager. And, you know, what's going (laughs) on? I saw he had his little daughter, I believe, was with him, right? Did he have his little daughter with him? I saw a picture of him holding his little baby girl, a young girl. Yeah, he brought his wife was in, his, day, his uh, family was in, they had him a tour of the city and everything. And Beautiful. I think the selling point well, Tony, was, um, hey, welcome, uh, Carlos. This ain't Cleveland anymore, although the Cleveland Indians have been good for the last couple of years. So it's not like he's leaving the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. He's leaving the Cleveland Indians, who have been a good organization yeah. We for actually the last have year. him coming into the, into the clubhouse. Oh, we have tape? Yes. Let's go to the tape exclusive. What up? And there it is. There it is. Well, you know, when they hired their new hitting guy, uh, their new bench coach, Jose, uh, who's the guy they just hired over the weekend? They hired a new uh, bench coach for the Phillies. Jose, uh, veteran yeah, guy, has um, been around. He's with the Cubs, and I can't think of his last name. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't think of either. And I, I tweeted to him, what up, Jose? <laughs> that was one of my few tweets from the West Coast. It's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, you weren't active. I wasn't active. Because you were out and about. That's right. I was in a Disney state of mind. No, we were trying to be... Incognito. If there was a Mount Rushmore breathing, Jim's breathing would be on the Mount Rushmore. Absolutely, it is. He is on the Mount Rushmore. He is. (laughs) I love him. (laughs) Well, Tony, I have a clip tonight. Tony? I was going to say, if you didn't have a clip tonight, this would not be a Christmas Eve, 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 Eve show, preview show. a guy that was a good friend of yours. He was the boxing expert on this show for many years. Oh, the great oh. Carlos. Our good friend Carlos. Still missing. I remember. I remember yeah, him. I got a clip from his. Is it a Christmas clip? Carlos is. It's a song he sang every year. The Jose Feliciano hit. Oh, absolutely. Christmas song. And this he was sang live. Every year on the show. You remember? You remember what bar he did this live from with the accompaniment of the local pianist? Yes. Um, it was. I think it was down some. Oh, some club downtown San Francisco. Right next to the Handlery Hotel. Yes, I believe it's O'Shea's, right? Yeah. Right. Patio. No, what is it? Is it, is it O'Shea's? Yeah, I, 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 re, I believe I say it in the clip, but let's go back and remember one of our late yeah, well, great friends, the official boxing aficionado of the Tony Bruno Into the Night days, a guy that became a friend. We got to meet him and his and his wife many, many times. I always would give him a bottle of Bacardi 151 rum for his birthday because that's what he always requested. And I would always get one for him, right, Robin? Bacardi 151. It's the fire starter right there. All right, Damn Carlos, right. now you have the tape queued up? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, let's all stand as one in this Christmas season and listen in as Carlos in the Bay Area sings Feliz Navidad. All right, hold on. Cue up the tape. Feliz Navidad.
Gold, ladies and gentlemen. Now, that's not the same song that you play over and over. That was a brand new, freshly recorded uh, version, right? That's not the one you played last year on my show, is it? That's right, Tony. That was at the former Lefty O'Doul's, which is right there. Right. Uh, in, Lefty O'Doul's. Uh, and Lefty O'Doul's. Lefty O'Doul's, which is now closed, I understand. They closed as of February. Wow. Everything's shutting down. Except uh, Luigi. He's no, still running. Still running strong, Holmes. <laughs> Lefty O'Doul's. What a great, great place. Great guy. That he was, was a awesome. great guy, but he was never wrong with his boxing expert. No, I mean, people, people, you know, he was so good on the show. And he was a caller. He wasn't a, a guy who was an accredited member of the media. And he just loved boxing, and he gave us a Winky Wright. Remember Winky Wright? Yep. He was the first guy all over Winky Wright when nobody was paying attention to him. And he would come on the show, and I love when he said, What, Winky Wright, Tony? And then he gave us that, and then he was so good that people all over the country heard him. He got credentials to go to cover boxing in Las Vegas wow. as the official boxing correspondent of the Tony Bruno Show. Another career you started. Exactly, and ended, unfortunately. Well, no, you didn't end his career. No, unfortunately, unfortunately. no. I mean, Carlos is a guy in his 60s I can't when he get, started listening to the I show. I can't even get credentials at Mancuso's to get cheese. I know. Oh, well, that's a tough... That's right now, it's holiday season. Everybody <laughs> wants the fresh camarots. <laughs> exactly. They want the regatta. <laughs> they... Buffalo mozzarella. Yeah, that's they... a tough ticket, man. <laughs> yes, it hey, is. But at least we got you credentials for the Super Bowl, Luigi. Yeah, that is a final, right? We're good? Yes. Right. Is it official? It is it's official. official. It is? Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Minnesota. Making his first stop at the Mall of America. That's right. He will be there to greet Al Franken as he's walking out of the door as a former member of Congress. Yep. He and, he and Al Franken will actually be doing comedy together at the Ho Ho House in downtown St. Paul during hey, Super Bowl week. <laughs> exactly. I cannot wait, brother. I had to I had to kind of beg a little bit because at first they were like who the f is Luigi Curto, and why do we? Why should we credential him? And I wrote a very respectful letter saying, "We demand that he is there. He is essential to the sh- Tony Bruno show." You gotta lie sometimes okay. to get people in. We have, we have tape of them right here. We have tape. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they said. That's what I say now when I go on radio. I about most of the people I know, there now. Exactly. I got pull, man. I told you, I, they, they heard my, Tony, my show was heard in, it was talked about on terrestrial radio in, t- radio in, in Tampa. In Tampa? Yep. With the big dog Steve Dumick? No, not with the big dog Steve Dumick. With another, with another radio show, they, they mentioned Funk and Fantasy. They did? Yes, they listened Was it to on it. 620 WDAE? I don't know what radio station it was. What was the show? It was Corrado, Corrado's um, uh, aunt was down there, and she was driving around with her husband, and they were listening to sports talk radio. And the, and the listener said, what you call it? He goes, uh, someone was talking about fantasy. He goes, we don't really listen to fantasy. He said, but we stumbled upon this show out of Philadelphia. I got to find out fantasy. from Dean in Clearwater because he listens to all those shows and he Absolutely. will know what it was. Said, it had to be WDAE. He said, he, said, he, was, um, he's, he goes, he's on with Tony and we, we stumbled upon the show that way. And the show is actually pretty good. It's pretty funny. Beautiful. So That's tomorrow that? night. A special Christmas Eve, 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 Funkin' Fantasy. Are you doing one next week uh, before the end of the year show? Absolutely, man. End of the year special? I, I'm, not, I'm not like you, brother. I don't take nights off, man. Who takes the night I'm, off? I, well, I'm just saying, man. I did my San Francisco hit from outside of Pirates of the Caribbean. But you were in, in San Francisco. I was in Los Angeles. Which is right next to San Francisco. But I still could have said, no, I'm, gonna, I'm waiting in line for a haunted mansion. I have a fast pass. No, I said, I've got a job to do. And I'm going to do it, baby. <laughs> As Barry Switzer said when he won a Cowboys yeah, Super you Bowl. Night. Yeah, we're all. I said, I'm not going to take a day off. I'm out here working for the people. Do, and we're going to do it, baby. Damn right. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. Well, Jim, you're not going to be there Friday night, right? Stealing from the- 
Unfortunately, I can't have a family. Uh, <laughs> I have a family party to go to. My cousins are coming in from Texas. So well, what's more important? Let's be honest, Jim. Really? What's, what's more important? This time I, wish of year? I, I wish I could come. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, yeah. family comes first. Did you? Except at the Olive Garden, yeah. where they Tony, really um, yeah. Everybody's copying your podcast now. Yep. All these radio stations are simulcasting on TV right now. Mm-hmm. It's an outrage. Jim Rome's be simulcasting on TV. Jim Rome's going to start in January simulcasting his show. And I, I heard Mike Missanelli is going to have a show now on the PCN Network yeah. right after Dumpster Players at midnight on Tuesdays, I believe, they're going to be on. Right, in between Dumpster Fire. No, he's going to be on NBC No, Sports. I know. Uh, you know what? You know what's Sports interesting about that, Jim? Is that in most cities now in America, Philadelphia is the last city in this country, at least major city, the last show, yes. that, that to simulcast because, a local um, radio show on the local either Comcast and now all NBC Sportsnet, whether it's Fox Sports 1, you go around. Everybody simulcasts a radio show because what's on during the day on, on most of these cable channels? Like Flex Seal well, ads. They have yeah, infomercials, all infomercials, Com- right. Um, NBC Sports Pavilion has pay commercial programming on there. Yeah, they have like copperware and uh, the flex seal and uh, hey, listen the, 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 my, my pillow's a hell of a deal all right yes, so, it is. I mean, you gotta you buy to... the premium though to get the second premium right. free and then the guy with the uh the, the the you know who's on all the time the shark vacuum one i just hope mike missinelli show doesn't suck yeah. as much as the shark vacuum or it should suck better than that well, right if you're going to get listeners wow well, yes the fanatic wanted to be on Simulcast the game on TV, especially when you were there. But at that time, Comcast Sports said, "No, we don't want to do it." But I remember when they hated Mike Missanelli over there. Here we go from from Facebook. Here we go, Paul Ferrer, Slap Shop, the Slap Chop. I love uh, the Slap Chop. Sham Wow, Eric Cohen, the Pocket Fisherman. Here come all the great ones. And don't forget the the Ronco, said it and forget it. Grill the, the rotisserie. Sh- Showtime rotisserie grill, which will we will have a prime rib in there on New Year's Eve. Yes, we will. We will go instead of showing the Yule fire, the Yule log on this show. Yule prime We will rib. do once again. We will have the rotisserie grill with the prime rib of beast, which has already been purchased. Has it really? It's ready. Yeah, I got like a six pounder this year. Are baby. we doing the the, pep, the pepper rub on the outside? Yes, we are. We're doing the whole uh, the whole, whole mishpuka. The whole mishpuka this year. Now we're we gonna get lit and sit up and watch the Stooges again like we did You're last damn year. Damn right, man. Awesome, man. No, this time we're gonna. I think we should rent. A I was movie. gonna watch Joel and B, but his back's gonna hurt as much as mine will on New you Year's Eve. You wanna rent a movie? So I, I think we should rent a comedy movie. What kind Why? of movie? I don't know. Something com- funny. There's because nothing. Comedy isn't funny anymore. Have you watched this comedy show lately? <laughs> it's not really that good. <laughs> Why don't we just invite a comedian to come over? Like, exactly. Oh, we can do I get that. a love master or Dom Speaking of come comedy, over. that's the difference between our show and other shows that are podcast. Is here, you will laugh and you actually want to see what's going on in the studio because you're like, what the hell are they doing? What the hell are they doing? On other shows, not so much. I, I'm not going to. Listen, if you like other shows, you listen to them. I'm going to tell you not to listen to anybody else. If you like this show, you listen to it. If you don't, you listen to something else. You can listen to multiple shows. But I do think it's flattering that everybody's copying us. That's cool. Of course. It means Talk- you've been around too long. And hopefully you'll see your good friend Natalie. I'm a show. nitwit. Yeah, I hope Natalie shows up. She better show up. I'll call her. I'll see if she wants to come out. Well, Tony, you everybody have a happy holiday season. Jim, you, you too, too Jim. Man. Thank Merry you, my Christmas, friend. Jim. There he is, the great Jim and Shelton. Got well, it, Tony. I'll talk again in 2018. All right, thank Absolutely. you, Absolutely. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy... At Disneyland, they had all the different holidays. So there's, there was Hanukkah, which I believe was the last night tonight. Is the last night the last candle, or was that last night? Well, Tony Teller says, invite drink, uh, drunk uh, Rick Sutcliffe. It's not that busy, yeah. man. It's not that busy. Exactly. Eric Cohen, happy belated birthday, Miss Robin. Absolutely. And uh, Miss Jackie, if you're listening, Jackie, out there in Palmdale, California, happy birthday. 
Jackie and I were texting back and forth last night at 1 a.m. when we were getting on a plane in San Francisco. She was still up. I even tweeted, and nobody was awake that, at that hour. <laughs> nobody was awake. Okay, so we, they, they were celebrating Kwanzaa, right. Hanukkah, Christmas, Ramadan, and Diwali. Diwali. Diwali's the, one, the only one that I'm really not that familiar with. I believe with. that is a legitimate African celebration, because Kwanzaa is a relatively new holiday that was founded in the United States. Okay. I believe Kowali was something that was no, in a... Diwali. Diwali, I'm sorry. Diwali. Not Dishwala. No. They had the song Counting Blue Cars. I don't think we celebrate that anymore. Where is Diwali from? I'm sorry, then. Diwali. I said I believe. I didn't say I knew. Otherwise known as Deepavali is the Hindu festival. Oh, okay. Get some facts. I'm trying to. I'm glad Robin looked it up. I said I wasn't sure. But Disneyland has all the holidays there. Because they don't just do one thing. It says Festival of the Holidays now. Right. Not Festivus is not right. in there, though. Not Uchi Wally Wally. No, Uchi no. Uchi Bang Bang. Or Dishwala. We may have to play a block of Dishwala tonight. Remember I'm going to come Dishwala? back to Dishwala. <laughs> come back with a... Do they have a Christmas album, at least? I'm going to find out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we go to break it? Let me find that out real quick. Dishwala's acoustic version of Counting Blue Cars right. is one of the greatest acoustic songs I've ever heard. Well, we're coming back from it. I'm wait, serious. Wait. I have to finish this about the Kwanzaa thing. Okay, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is a um, it's a week long celebration right. held in the United States. It starts on December twenty sixth, the day after Christmas. Correct, but it is um, it was created only in nineteen sixty six. I told you it's not like Christmas yeah. or all of the other really ancient correct. celebrations. It is correct. It is it is based upon a Swahili phrase, and it incorporates several different African traditions into one. Not to be confused with Kwanzaa Martin, of course, the great Kwanzaa Martin in the NBA. This is Kwanzaa, the holiday that starts the day after Christmas. So one of the many holidays that people are celebrating. This is J.R. Richards of Dishwala singing First Christmas. This Christmas, I'm sorry. You know it. When Dishwala has its own Christmas album. It has a Christmas album. You know people have jumped the shark or jumped the Santa. I'm, I'm waiting for this this Hanukkah by Nickelback. That's what I'm waiting for right now. That's what I want to hear Counting Blue Cars. All right, I'll bring up. I'm telling you, the guitar instrumental riff in the beginning of count in the middle of it live, it is so good. It was recorded like in a bar in Santa Barbara, California. Well, I got it right here. Uh, give me a taste right now. I, mean, I can't wait for the break. Well, it will play after this ad. We have to listen to this broad playing a cello real quick. I don't want to hear a broad playing a cello. This is uh, Torin Wells. I love this. Eric Cohn goes, tips are way up broadcasting Bruno Nation in my Uber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, everyone knows this. Love this song. This, this is 90s all the way, bro. Must have been. You got to get to the middle part. This, of this video is trippy, bro. Is this a live version or is this in the studio? This is this is the the video, official video. Okay. It's a great song, though. Robin, did you like the song by Dick Waller? Absolutely. I'm telling you, the last when I moved to LA, I like to travel around and go up PCH. I went to Santa Barbara one time, the first time I've ever been there. Drive up Pacific Coast Highway. And I go to this, I go downtown Santa, Santa Clara, I mean, uh, Santa, Barbara. Santa Barbara, and there's all these little cool bars. 
I go into a bar and Dishwalla is doing is playing live in a bar in Santa Barbara, and they did this song and they sounded phenomenal, man. You know, like when a lot of groups do live stuff, they stink, but they did this song and they did it great. If you wanted to drive from LA to Santa Barbara right now, you wouldn't be able to. I know all, all the, the fires. fires. Yeah, it's horrible. All right, let me. I'm gonna go just a little bit past this. I want you to hear the middle riff with the guitar. These guys sound exactly the same live as they do recorded. That's when you're, you know you're a good band. I thought it was when you made money. Um, just before well, that we too. go, while you're looking for that, and before we go to break, I want to remind everybody to please, please, please make sure that not only have you liked Tony's page, but that you have that you are following him. You following so me, camera follow, guy? So that you're subscribing and subscribe to the podcast. Even if you've already listened to the show, as long as you subscribe, it actually helps our numbers out. It really does. It makes a huge difference, people. And the more you share, the more you care. Because well, sharing is caring. It is. Especially this time of year. And I, just because you like each show needs to be shared multiple times by yes. by different people, so and it's safe sharing now, so yes. you don't have to worry about any diseases or anything. That's how we reach Justin in Australia. All right, here, here we go. Here's the part right here. Listen to this. No wait, it's coming up. This isn't the part you're talking. About. No, it's, it's just like a solo so, acoustic, yeah. but it's really good acoustic guitar. Listen, here it is. Right here. No, no, he does it one more time. This is a long version. Extended mix on the PCH, driving towards Santa Barbara. By the way, we will have. Uh, we got to get in in the next hour. We'll get into Lavar Ball's new basketball league. Did you see this? Do we have to? Yeah, I think okay. it's a good idea. Actually, we got we got some Enos Canner. Uh, we have an Enos Canner update. Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with uh, uh, Hanukkah either. No, not at all. And we'll have some odds for this weekend's big games in the National. Look at Riddler, Look, like, like Barry White's on the radio or something. Look at, look at him. Yeah, the cats are all downstairs. They missed us for a couple days. Sir Lawrence and Lily are out. But look, look at Riddle. And Riddle's up on the steps. Yeah, Check that, him he, out, he Robbie. He's got the baller lean going with the yeah, one Yeah, he's ball. got the LeVar ball. Look, look at him. The big baller look at cat brand right now. Wait a minute. you got to give me like a second. Okay, well, we're going to hear him. <laughs> That's cat on the hot tin steps right there. Damn right it is. That's our cat house right here. He's just chilling. Let's get the sleepy cats right here, too. Not smelly cat. No, not smelly cat. Smelly cat. All right, here it comes. Now crank this up right now. Right it's here. It's not the middle of the end. I think it's still coming up. He's wearing a short sleeve turtleneck. Dude, that's hip, man. No, it's not. I hope it's in this version, because I know the live version. It's not. This song's over. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> I wanted the live version. Well, we just listened to it. That wasn't a live version. We'll do it, we'll do it live later. <sighs> I'll write it, I'll find it, and we'll do it live. What's <laughs> the matter with you? Plus, we will thank we will thank both Florida baseball teams for participating yes, we will. in Major League Baseball. Pick up your commemorative. What the hell are people going to go out and watch next summer in Tampa and Miami now? Updated. Miss Robin will have another Miami or Florida update, yes. not necessarily Miami. Which kind of ties into a lot of places on the East Coast suffering through snow. Exactly so right. So we will do that. And Paul Ferrero um, asked Tony, where can I get that? Shirt. That particular shirt, do not shirt should be on the Tony Bruno. Uh, I know. I got to make all these other people make shirts and sell them. 
Like every week. Well, didn't we make them and sell them a long time ago when I first? No, no we gave them. We made them and gave them oh, away. We didn't make any money. Well, we do have shirts available though on our website. It's a, it's in the shop, but we need to add that to the Let's list. Let's do not shirt. Yeah, we should. We have to do an official one and we get these do, babies yes. out there because everybody needs a Stunad every once in a while. And and we should even do a proof. singing with a Stunad shirt. We should. Yeah. We should do a lot of things, Robin. I know. We'll do it live, most importantly. And what we should do right now is take a quick break. We'll come Correct. back. Don't go anywhere. Or go pee-pee like I'm going to do. Or get another glass of wine. Not bad that be shot. Not bad that be shot. Uh, maybe a little prosciutto. Oh. Maybe a little cheese plate on the side. Of course. Luigi's mom made some sausage and peppers. Yeah. We so one don't of those. go anywhere. We will be right back after a short five-minute break. Dude. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Show starts in five minutes. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candies. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And now, on with the show. Ah, yes, indeed. T-S-O. From P. Philadelphia. I, lo- I love them live. They're so great. They are tremendous. They were just in Philly last weekend, but down at Disney World. Yeah, this is it. They play this in their, their Disney at the uh, California Adventure Park. The World of Wonder. Is that what it's called? Yes. No, this isn't it. This isn't the TS. This isn't the TSO. I have to find it. It's a 20-minute show at night at the Walt Disney Park. I gotta find it here. So Prior to seeing this particular World of Wonder yes. uh, display, I was absolutely convinced that there could be nothing better than TSO Live. And then I saw the Disney version, the Disney, and, and it is just. Well, you know, you see all the houses, you know, you see all these houses that are in sync with the music. Eric the people Cohen's, do it. Eric Let me just Cohen's show this. Great. There are all these houses that people have lights on and then they, ins- they sync it up. To the songs, have you seen those? Yeah, there's other people that have, they, they have them going on with the the fly eagles fly and all that stuff like that. It's so but no, awesome. but the TSO, we got to watch this now. No, it's fantastic. All right, turn the one on the audio, and we're going to play this one on my phone now. You got to see this, Luigi. If everybody's watching, watching, you can it's hear fantastic. it too. Can you crank up the volume a little bit on on, on my phone, Robin? Oh, you're, you're asking me to do an awful lot. Well, that you wanted the phone, I was going to do it. Eric Michael says, "See you guys Friday." Aaron and I will be heading to the show. Awesome. Beautiful. Is that Phenomenal. coming up now? Wait a minute. Oh, that's my boy Mickey. No, that's Goofy. Whoops. There's Mickey. Oh, it's so hard trying to get this in. Here it is. Watch this. That's so badass, man. Where do you see the finale of this? I get, why am I having such a hard time getting Stop it moving in front it, of the Robin. camera? There we go. Oh, wow. Uh, be it quiet, was like Luis. fire. Wait a minute. Just let him watch. Luigi, you should be holding up a, a microphone to this. We didn't realize that. They're not hearing it as well as we are. Well, not in front of it. Awesome. 
It was it was phenomenal. The fire is, is just incredible. It was the whole show is twenty minutes, but when they played that TSO song, <laughs> I mean, I was I was I was I was Owen, in tears. Man. Owen Lisk, when you realize you're watching a podcast of someone else's phone, exactly. <laughs> Life comes at you fast, bro. I'm well, that's say. why you watch it. But you could the whole purpose was I wanted to play the song that people can hear it who aren't watching it, so they can hear the song as well, and then play. The video, so people who are watching it can see. But and what we hear. should have done is we and should have been playing. It. I know we did. <laughs> what we should have done. Well, oh, I was looking for it during the break, and I couldn't find it fast enough. That's okay. All I, right, relax. Okay. We, we are relaxed, Tony. We, we should have totally played it relaxed. on the computer, though. That would have been a little bit better. Well, why didn't you well, suggest it, Robin? Since I, I don't have a tablet anymore where I can play it. I just have so many things going on in front of me right yeah, now. It's your fault, Robin. No, it's, no it's not your fault, but it's always my fault. Why don't we go to? Why don't we talk to another Tony? Let's go to that Tony from Del Ran. He's got Burger Talk. Burger Talk? Yeah, and Steve Alphys. Beautiful. Let's go to the phones. What's going on there, Tony? Hey, Tony, how are you? Beautiful, man. For a man who's brain dead. What's that? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, we hear you now. Great. What's going on tonight? Can you hear me all right? Yes. Well, um, it's good to to hear you guys uh, managed to make it back to the Southland. By the way, Robin, congratulations. On Timber's engagement. Thank you. When I go back, when yeah. I go out west, though, I don't and like to stay if I like three or four days. I got to stay there at least two weeks, man. It's like going to Europe to me. There's oh, just I so know, much I to know, see and do. I know my parents. My parents would prefer if I stay longer, but you know, you know how it is out here, Tony. Always got stuff to do. I went out there temporarily and spent <laughs> anyway. eleven years once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> went out there for a minute. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Remember? This is the great Tony Solorzano. That's who it is. Of course, man. I didn't even recognize your yes, voice, it man. Is, of course. I didn't even recognize your voice. Well, where, you where have know, you been? Well, you know, you know, uh, bariatric surgery does tend to change a lot of things on you physically. Well, that's true. Yes, man. How are you doing? I had the uh, gastric. I'm doing better. I had the gastric sleeve uh, operation last uh, Monday. Oh well, congratulations, I'm already man. Already up and about, walking around. Wow, that's awesome. Already, uh, yeah. Yeah, Carson Wentz got nothing on you, man. He's not even walking around yet. <laughs> what a wimp. <laughs> what a yeah, wimp. Hey, hey, listen, hey, the, <laughs> yeah, hey, believe me, if, if Carson wants, uh, Carson wants a, uh, an ACL or something, I'd be more than willing to donate one for him if it helps the cause. I'm, I'm more than certain <laughs> that it's people in Philadelphia would actually but, rip your ACL out for you. No, there are people. There was actually a guy who did who I'm offered to, has offered his ACL. It that's doesn't a, that's work. A bit extreme. That's a bit extreme. Yeah, that's a bit extreme. No, it's not. It's a bit extreme. He wouldn't want my yeah, ACL. It's torn yeah, already. It, well, that's true. It, <laughs> yeah, but your ACL is yeah, serious. No serious though. Um. So. Uh, while you were out there, did you uh, feel the uh, heat coming off of uh, Steve Alford's uh, coaching chair there? No, I didn't. I didn't watch any. I didn't watch any UCLA anything while I was out there. I watched the Rams game with our oh. friends Jim and Tina, and now you saw the big story right with Greg Zerline. Yep. Greg Zerline is now done for the Rams. Hey. One of the best kickers in football, Legatron, Legatron, and uh, he's out. And that's a big loss for them. I mean, they don't, you know, obviously he's a great kicker. Yeah. And you got to make extra points and field goals oh, yeah. as we get into the post. But they have a great running <sighs> game. And it's amazing. The Eagles lost to Seattle in Seattle and looked terrible. Meanwhile, uh-huh. the Eagles beat the Rams yep. in a crazy game a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And then the Rams destroyed oh, right. Seattle. Destroyed them. Yeah. 
I know, and and you know the the, the you know and the, and the thing about it is, and Luigi will remember this. I think it was about three or four weeks ago. I was the one that said, "Is it just me, or am I having? Why am I having this weird feeling that we're going to see the Eagles and Rams in the NFC Championship at the link?" It's possible. And I know Luigi. Rem- I know. I know Luigi remembers that. I do recall. He remembers everything. Because I remember he said, "Shut your mouth." Yeah, exactly. He shut, your me, shut your mouth on that. Exactly. <laughs> he man. thought it was going to jinx the Eagles. And you did. Uh, but you know, I, I could see it was it was it was legit. I could see this is a legit team. You know, they've got something. They've got something special here. Do you realize and, that uh, uh, that in the in know, the coach I, of the year odds, Tony, the coach of the year odds are out from Bovada.com out there. Sean McVay is even yeah. money to well, win coach of the year, and Doug Peterson is second at three to one. Those wow. are your top two candidates, but even money for um, Sean McVay. Uh, there, down there's a. Now there's a now there's a uh, now there's a daily double I'd play the box on. Well, why would you why would you make an even money bet right on there. Sean McVay? You're not going to win anything. Nice. <laughs> they're something. I see. That's why. See. That's why you box it. That's why you box it with Peterson. So at least you're gonna you're gonna bring some juice on the end there, right? I didn't realize you could box a a, a prop <laughs> but, bet like yeah. that. <laughs> I guess you can box anything these days. <laughs> Because you know what they always say. Oh, yeah, what's in the box? box? Yeah. Uh, I beat you that time, Kimosabi. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing about the Rams, though, oh. Tony was right. He, oh, yeah. he, he kind of saw it coming, but no one saw no one saw that Goff was going to be this good this quick. No. Because after last year, we all thought he was just like, we don't, mm. he didn't even know, which, you know where the sun set and where the sun ro- you know, w- was rising. Over and, uh, and, and I will, and I will I'll, I'll tell you this, and Tony, I think I've spoken to this before. The catalyst for the Rams' sudden resurgence started a year ago. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. When Eric Dickerson called Jeff Fisher out, and what did Fisher do? Rather than take the criticism of the greatest Ram of of the modern era, what does he do? He bans him. Yeah, exactly. He was more interested in having Britney Spears on the sideline. That started the revolt. And that's why the team just said, you know what, we're better than this. No, they've made the greatest move. I mean, there's no doubt. Coach, that's a coaching change that paid immediate, instant, immediate dividends. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. this, we're talking about a historic rise from awful to to great. I mean, you move a franchise, and that's what LA wants. They want a winner. Exactly. And you know what? And 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 I learned a decade ago, and I know that you weren't there that day. You remember the you remember the infamous Madden Palooza. At the Rose Bowl in 2007, the I know you didn't get to go to that. I was there. You mean the Vince Young game? And they had this huge rollout party at the Rose Bowl for the day it was released. I actually got to go to that. Covered it when I was still finishing up my degree at Cal State LA. Got to interview Eric Dickerson there, and even ten years before, he was saying. They will be back. I'm telling you, the man is the heart and soul of the Rams. And that's why this team is good, because he makes them good by being there, by supporting them, by being the, by being the rallying point for the fans. They're going to come back. The fans are going to come back. And like you said, they want a winning team. I mean, why else do we see, why else do we see Laker fans all over Twitter screaming 16 rings every chance they get? I'll tell you one thing, though, I noticed being you know? back in L.A. Sunday morning, Tony, is I turn on the local TV to see what yeah. games were on, 
And you know what? There was only one game mm-hmm. on in Los Angeles at 10 a.m. for the 1 o'clock. You know what yep. the game was? Yep. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Minnesota Vikings. There was no game on Fox because they had the Rams later. So if you didn't have any kind of TV Sunday package, the only game you can watch in Los Angeles on Sunday to start the NFL Sunday was the Cincinnati Bengals mailing it in along with their coach on the same day against the Minnesota Vikings. Or, of course, as the late great Myron Cope used to refer to them as the Bungles. Exactly. Now I know why people, and that's why I used to go to the beach before I got the package and got direct TV. Because I couldn't get, I would have to go to a bar to watch the mm-hmm. Eagles game because I didn't have direct mm-hmm. TV at first. Yeah. At 10 a.m., people are, are trying oh, to figure yeah. out what game to watch. Well, at least those are the ones that aren't in church today. Exactly. <laughs> well, Tony, it's great to hear Speaking from you, my LA, friend. I'm, I'm glad you're doing, I'm glad things are working right. out. And you're, you're, uh, Hey, listen, thank you guys. Thank you guys for a great year. I'm looking forward to 2018. And, Robin, when you have a chance after the holiday season, I already told you what I wanted to do to help out the show. And I look forward to hearing from you guys and hopefully becoming a title sponsor uh, in the coming months to promote my book. Beautiful, man. It's about damn time. Let's give it up for our great friend Tony Salarzano with the UCLA (laughs) Alumni Band. I think he might be the only fan that actually moved just to be closer to the show. No, I think he moved to be closer to his, uh, <laughs> his, his significant other. Whatever. Close enough. But he moved here. He actually moved here right when we did. Yep. It's almost like he was stalking us from Southern California. And then he realized all these years later, what the hell did I move Bay East for? <laughs> exactly. No, seriously, Luigi. I turn on the TV. My buddy Johnny doesn't have the Sunday ticket package in his house. So I said, I got to watch the Eagles game. So he says, oh, I don't have any of those channels. So I'm looking around. Robin's on the phone. She's on a tablet trying to find out if we can get it from our Xfinity feed. And he has DirecTV. There was no way to watch the Eagles game online. No way. That's incredible. And so if you don't have the Sunday package and you're a DirecTV person out there, you can go to the channel in the 700s. I think it was like on 721. It was Eagles Giants. You know how much they charge you to watch one game? $17. Not $49.99. Forty nine ninety nine just to get access to watch the Eagles Giants game. Yeah, you could do the entire sports package for ninety nine. And I said, No, John, and don't pay one for it, man. Game for forty nine. So I missed the beginning of the game. We jumped in the car and drove to our other friend's house who have the Sunday package and watched the game there. Hey, priorities, right? Damn right. That's why people don't care about football in LA. When you wake up on a Sunday morning and it's kickoff at ten AM. You get up, you read the paper. I loved, I loved the football game starting at 10. Because you wake up, you know, you get up, you don't worry about 15 hours of pregame BS. You turn the game on 10 o'clock. If it's a 1 o'clock start, 1 o'clock it's over. 4 o'clock game start at 1. By 4 in the afternoon, done, unless you want to watch Sunday football. You that go was, to the beach, get on your bike, you ride down the... That's what we used to do. That was the best. I was, I was in Vegas. I'd roll out of bed, go to Bellagio for a little breakfast, write the sports book by 9.30, I'm good to go, man. Boom. It was awesome. It was awesome. You sit in a cup of coffee, football starts at 10 o'clock. Yep. Your entire afternoon after 4 is, is, is yours. Unless you want to watch the Sunday game, which is over by 8.30 at night. Sunday night football is over at 8.30 in L.A. Not freaking midnight here, especially if it's a stinker. Ridiculous, man. I got to do this NBA. I, I, yeah, I was gonna say, every single game on Sunday was a nail-biter. Not every single one. There were some blowouts. 
that bang the good all, games were good. Yeah, the good games were amazing right up until the very like the end. New, the New England Pittsburgh game was phenomenal. Absolutely, yeah. I and I don't even want to get into the whole catch. Was it not a catch? No, I don't want to get into that either. But I got to get this update, Robin. Speaking of time changes, Enos Cantor's a man who knows something about time changes. Yes, the New York Knicks center. Did you see this story, Robin? No. This is pretty cool. Now, the Knicks are actually playing a lot better this year than they were last year. They got rid of Carmelo. They were, they're playing a lot better than they, anyone expected to play. Yeah. And Porzingis has been a little banged up, but he's, he's been doing some damage. But they're, they're, ahead of, they're over 500, which, which is what is, the Sixers are not. I never thought in a million years they'd be over 500. And they got rid of their coach. They got rid of their... Uh, they got rid of Isaiah Thomas over there in the front They got office. rid of Phil Jackson, right? And all of a sudden, they're playing better. But I think getting rid of uh, Carmelo was a good help, too, because it's not only helped the Knicks escape that era, but it's also hurt the Oklahoma City Thunder now, who are, people are complaining out there about these three guys can't play together. We talked about it last week. You know, yes. the other thing is in New Orleans, they're talking about that Anthony Davis isn't a fit around the players that they have for him down there, well, they're, which they're, is ridiculous. You get your franchise guy, and then a year or two later, he's not a good fit. Well, it's not that. that the actual talk is that they're, they're looking to move uh, DeMarcus Cousins because he, he was brought in over via trade from, from right. Sacramento. Right, I understand. I'm not so, saying Anthony Davis is the guy, the odd man out. No, no, I'm no, just but, saying they don't fit around him. No, they don't, but it's, it's two big, ball-demanding, dominant big men down there. You know what exactly. I mean? And, and you, can get a, you can get a haul for DeMarcus Cousins. That's probably what they're going to do. Robin, I'm sorry, you have your hand up. I have a Sunday game update, Tony Bruno, that we did not, we were not aware of, and it's a total outrage. Tim Smith checking in saying that if we had known there are degenerates that live stream the games on Facebook. If we'd known, I could have found... Well, a, you're the expert. On, I said, I Robin, even, find a damn game for me. Well, it's, it's not She's a, trying to call Xfinity, and we're out in Los Angeles with DirecTV, which you can't get the games, by the way. If you have Xfinity here at home, which we do, and you want to watch your... You know how you can stream like shows if you have And we were, uh -huh. su we were supposed to be able to, but whatever reason, my app wasn't working, and so I was trying to call Xfinity to get it to work, and then by then you were like, screw it, let's just Yeah, go. the game had kicked off. That's but if I'd known about this Facebook thing, we could have just streamed it through Facebook on somebody's Facebook Isn't that page. criminal, though? Yes. All right, I, I don't but want to do break the care? law here. <laughs> do we care? Speaking of breaking the law, Nick, we're talking about the Knicks. Enos Cantor, their center. He's, he's, I don't think, is he a center or a he's, power He's their forward? center. He's their center. He was backing up Stephen Adams in Oklahoma City last year. Okay. I know where he came from, and I know where he's from. He's from Turkey. Yeah, which is not a good place to be from if you and want to And one thing stuff. about being from Turkey and playing in New York is one thing you can do in this country and get away with, in fact, it's encouraged in this country for athletes to badmouth the president or any other politician. You cannot badmouth the president of Turkey. No, you cannot. If you are playing anywhere outside of Turkey. If you're inside of Turkey, they'll probably put you away That's for funny. doing yeah, that. You might disappear. So overnight. apparently he's been criticizing uh, the president Erdogan over there. Uh-huh. And now... Not Omegang. Not Omegang, no. That's the beer sponsor for the Friday night show. <laughs> right. Now in Turkey, they want to throw him in jail for more than four years... What? ...for blasting President Erdogan... But he's not going back to Turkey, so they may be trying him in absentia, which is not outside of Ankara. That's not, that's not a town in Turkey, absentia. That means they will put him on trial without him being there and then convict him because there's no fair courts. There's no actual democracy like we complain about in this country not being happening. Then he would never be able to go home because no. as soon as he would go home, he would be thrown in jail. Exactly. Here's the other point. In, Tur in New York, the Turkish restaurants who are pro-Erdogan... The president? Because uh -huh. he was supporting the opposition movement in Turkey, right? So they're because not serving? Because he, he supports the opposition party in Turkey, 
He goes to a Turkish restaurant. They don't serve him. I like it. Wow. You like that? They drew, they drew, in they drew New a York line City. in the sand, In New Tony. York City. It's different. They don't follow the same rules we do. Yeah, which is bad, not exactly. good. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad for, uh, for Enos Cantor. They can throw you in jail for more than four years for criticizing the president of that country on Twitter. Not a guy who starts riot. Not a guy who's uh, out there with uh, guns trying to bring down the, the government. Dude, half the country would be in jail right now. Oh, yeah. Over here. Half the country. <laughs> more than half. Jeez. So all these people who think, oh, man, we got it bad here. The, the media and Trump and tweeting and all that. You can do whatever you want in this country still and get away with it. You can criticize people. You can do that stuff. You're not going to jail. It's called That's why speech. people overreact to everything in this country. That's why I don't watch the news anymore. I get my little. Uh, I don't want to watch this stuff every day. Every day, it's the end of the world. Every damn day, it's the end of the world. Well, it's one day closer to it. We actually have audio from the pilot talking to Enos on the way back. Oh, let's go to the tape. Joey, have you ever been in a in a Turkish prison? <laughs> no, he hasn't. That's a good job, Joey. Joey. You, he changed his name from Joey Cantor to Enos Cantor well, you know, to, to hide from authorities. He, he shaved his beard a little bit. Robin, have you been in a Turkish prison? Not recently. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Uh, you like let junk? me check. <laughs> I know that's a yes. Do you like when scraps rubs up and down against your leg? Oh, you know, it's just if they hit it just right. And by the way, I have to... By the way, Luigi, I need you to get something for me because I have a prepared apology uh, based on last week's show. Remember the Pittsburgh fan or the Dallas Cowboy fan that called? Joe yes. from Pittsburgh. Joe yes. from Pittsburgh. He called in earlier, but we couldn't get to him because we had that long And then I, I went nuts on him, and I did my, an actual unrehearsed rant. Yes. But I have a prepared rant, though. And we have, oh. oh, oh, wait. Am I going to go to the rant shot? Hold on just a second. No, 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 no. Not yet. I have to have Luigi have oh, it ready okay. for me. Well, uh, Tony, what do you need? What do you need I'll play? do it. Well, Robin, what do you have? No, I, I have the, your special rant button now that I created. Okay, no, we don't have to play that here. Because of Joe, I now have the rant button that I can flash. My on buddy the Clark has prepared a special rant to say the things that I really probably should have said to Joe last week instead of making it really personal. And I want to apologize to uh, Joe from Pittsburgh. This is really what I should have said to him about my feelings about him being a. Pittsburgh, a, a Dallas Cowboy fan living in Pittsburgh. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? Where is the Tylenol? The greatest rant of all time. Is it, it not? Is, it it's, is it's up there. I wouldn't be able to do that if I rehearsed it a million times. Because <laughs> my rants are not scripted. They're just all generic and organic and locally sourced and sustainable. But uh, that rant was great. That's one of the greatest movie rants of all time in Christmas Vacation. And I still haven't watched... Christmas Vacation or Elf yet, or any of the Christmas movies? Well, I've, I've, been, on a, I've been in the Christmas spirit lately, and I've, I've seen some, some classics. I watched uh, White Christmas for the first time with Danny nice. F. and Frickin' K. You told us that two weeks right, ago, but, then, but what but else today, did you watch? I, I, for the first time ever, I watched It's a Wonderful Life. You've never the seen The original one? I've never seen the entire movie through. I've saw bits and pieces. Does that all make sense to you now? Yeah. 
you now know how an angel gets its wings? You now how, know how you get money in the bank yeah, account Nick, yet? Yeah, yeah. Nick uh, rings the cash register. That's how. Uh, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> but I have uh, my buddy Johnny had our Elf, our copy of Elf, my DVD, and he gave it back to us. So I got to put an Elf. We should have had Elf running in the background tonight on the DVD. But I, I did right, watch. We watched the uh, Trans Siberian Or Orchestra TV, and I watched a Nutcracker. I watched a ballet in Russia, Nutcracker. It's when one of we my were favorite. at Disney, in the Cars world, yes, they had the best poster ever. That was the um, a poster uh, that looked like the Nutcracker, except the headline instead of the Nutcracker was the Lug Nutcracker. The Lug Nutcracker. <laughs> the Lug Nutcracker. So, so everything was based no, on cars kidding. and. Uh, Luigi, we did the Luigi ride again, the one right. with all the I like dancing that. cars. Yeah, I like we that. That's awesome. It was uh, Christmas music. And then instead of um, the movie Cool Runnings, it yes. had... Cool Runnings. It had... Coolant Runnings. Coolant Runnings. Coolant Runnings. <laughs> you got it because it's all based <laughs> on cars and radiators. And I had that happen in my car before a couple months ago. Yeah, it was yeah the latest Coolant Runnings. Yes, cool exactly. And Rob has never seen any of the Cars movies. Have you seen any of the no, Cars I've movies? I've never seen either. Wait a minute. you got two young nephews and you've never seen the Cars movies? They watch them. I don't. Oh, man. And what's the character's name? That's the 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 the, 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 the tow truck. The tow truck. It's Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, but what's his character's name? What's the truck's name? Tow truck Tommy. I don't no. know. No, the tow mater. He's the tow mater. You get it? <laughs> it's a very highbrow comedy. Oh but Robin didn't even even know who the star of the original I Cars car was. You know, uh, what was his name? McQueen. <laughs> Steve McQueen. No, so not I'm Steve not McQueen. Steve, was the, the car's name was something McQueen. Lightning, Lightning, Lightning McQueen. You know whose voice was Lightning McQueen in that movie? No. No, Paul. not Steve McQueen. He's dead. Paul Newman, who's wow. now dead, too. Paul Newman was the original voice in the first Cars. Now they've made a Cars 3. He was probably awesome, too. It. Wait, we have cat on cat crime now, yeah, we Robin. Do. We got cat on crack cat crime. Let's get the cat cam going. <laughs> no, this is just Riddle being a ass. Well, that's cat on cat crime and violence. We'll bring Jr. in here. I come to see a man get his ass whipped. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> call Jr. one of these days, man. We do. We got to get awesome. him off. Love Jr. You know, what we got to get on too. Is the the might the amazing Kreskin? He's got his 2018 predictions out. Did Robert. you see our, our buddy Max Major? His latest video on Facebook. What he no. did? No. He gets in the ring. It was. It's called a a, a mixed martial artist versus a hypnotist. Uh huh. He gets in the ring with a mixed martial artist. And literally hypnotize him before he throws a punch and knocks him out. No way. Ah. Yep. Oh, Max oh, has him in the ring. They're squared up like this. And all of a sudden, you see Max go, and the guy just, done, drops him. Wow. It was like the video somebody posted from Benny Hinn, you know, the uh, church guy, one of those revival guys, where he gets his jacket, and he starts swinging it at people on the stage. Yes. And back. You're healed. Yeah, You're healed. Yeah. You're healed. Somebody reposted that today, and I, I retweeted I just, it. I, I put that out there a couple days ago. Yeah, it's really a classic. Remember that Benny Hinn? He's one of those faith healers. Yes. And instead of laying hands, he actually takes his jacket and off. Beats the shit and out of I didn't even hit the guys. It looks like a soccer game or an NBA game. When, when, when guys do, you know, really when they do that, they fall back <laughs> without even being touched. I, uh, it's, it's know, an old Benny Hinn. I don't even know if Benny Hinn's you know, still alive. You know what? Ma Max usually comes back to the Franklin Institute this time of year. I know. We got to get him on again, too. So maybe I can call him. Maybe if he's in town, he can come in and do some hypnotizing on Friday. Oh, dude. Oh. Not Biggie won't be there, but we can get Max Major, Major instead. Biggie, Tony, as you know, on this program is oh, that's always. a go-to. Benny Hinn. Always. No, no. I'm sorry. That's the wrong Benny one. Benny Hinn is still alive. He was born the same year you were, Tony, in 1952. Yeah. yeah. He is Crack from it up. Jaffa, Israel. 
Hi, I think it's Haifa. Jolly I think it's Haifa. J A F F A. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's Jaffa. Okay, maybe. I know there's I a Haifa too. Yes, there is a Haifa. It's not hyphenated at least. No, though. no, no. And um, let's see. Do I have but any? But did you see the video, the Benny Hinn video? If you haven't seen uh, it's it, it's great. It's it's he's on a stage. He's just smacking. No, he doesn't hit anybody. Oh, no, we just the best the... part is the one guy comes up and he swings the jacket and misses him, and then there's three guys behind him who <laughs> catch him as he falls back, and then he continues forward. And then he knocks all three guys it's like a awesome. bowling pin. It's it awesome. looks like a staged NFL touchdown celebration. And it's supposed to be real. That's the best part. It's awesome. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> the only one that I remember seeing of him it's is when like, he puts the hands and he does he does this where he goes like this yeah. on the person's right. par head. But the one that I saw with him, he's walking towards the power somebody. of Christ compel you. And yes. He, and like he did a bunch of them, but like on one of the last ones, he he like pushes somebody and then swings around and doesn't even watch the ending. Like, he, he was just like, boom. That was before mic drops were cool. He exactly. was doing this stuff. Oh, yeah. It was like a mic drop push. And that wasn't even sexual harassment back then because people wanted it. Can I? It was consensual. By yes. the way, I need, to, I need to, as a female, having worked with you, Tony Bruno, I want to give my personal thanks. What did I do now? That's right. You know, <laughs> I'm seeing, like, more and more and more people are coming out with being accused I've, I've of missed like delay. I, if you miss a day you've missed another 10 people being yes. destroyed Destro and and say what you will about Tony Bruno not one single female has ever had an issue with you well you're a pleaser well other than your ex-wife <laughs> yes and I only gave her 30 years of my life three she, kids a family a house a car and every, everything I ever worked but for but seriously like, like I mean you out of Anybody that I've ever worked with, in you're so incredibly old school polite because you respect women. Exactly. Say, That's what it's all about. I mean, you might say sexual things, but you are not saying it to them in a disrespectful way. You're just generalizing. Exactly. Because I know where the line is. I know where the line is. I don't. Think and I try not to cross it. Yeah, there's a line because a, yeah, a lot of comics who have been called out. You know the the uh, the. Louis C.K., and then even, what's his name, the congressman, the senator who just quit, Al Franken was a comic, and the stuff that he got nailed with was what he was doing when right. he, before he was a congressman. And he thought, you know, because you think, well, you know what, it's cool because chicks dig that stuff. And th that was a mentality. And I don't want to get into the sexual things. I'm tired of it. I'm as tired of that daily grind as I am of the daily, the world's coming to an end stuff. I know, stuff. but I, the reason why, because I was reading a bunch of, we, we did miss a lot over the last four days, not looking at social media and stuff, and I was like, God, you know, I mean, like, I really want to thank you for being well, one of the Well, thank you. You people. don't have to thank me, but thank you, Robin, for thanking me. I and would like you. to step forward. <laughs> and, uh... No, I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> I was just going to basically debunk your whole thing and just say, well... Tony said some things. It's all right. It's acceptable. By the way, I'm uh, look at the list of people here. This is, this is ridiculous. It's just a long running list of just. Uh, Andy Dick was accused of sexual harassment. Oh no, that I believe absolutely one thousand. Well, of course, we yeah. know him. But well, he's a certified. Dick. He's certified psycho too. So he that is. Richard anyway. Dreyfus. I mean, it just the list is. And the worst part, it was Captain Quint who charged him with doing stuff on the. Uh, oh no, Captain Quint's dead. You know what the thing is? Is that the, and and this is the last thing we'll say. Men have not been. Um, excuse me. Let me rephrase. Jesse Jackson. A lot of men 
have not been raised to respect women. They might feel like they are being respectful, but they don't even realize that many of the things that they say and do are incredibly disrespectful. They see their fathers doing it, they see people that they look up to doing it, and it's just not in their lexicon to realize that that's wrong. And people Remember, I grew up with a mom and two sisters, so right. I was the only boy in the house, right. and I was like the man of the house when my dad died at an early age, so... I learned to respect women because I was living with three women for most of my uh, life until I became an adult and moved on. Yep. I had enough about that. Because i got to give you this LeVar Ball update, Luigi. Did you see this story? No, I didn't. I don't really pay attention to LeVar Ball. I don't, I don't either, to but me. he finally did something that some, somewhat makes sense. What? He has announced today he wants to start his own league for high school basketball players. Okay. And pay kids... Up to $10,000 a month to play in this new league instead of going to college. Right. So instead of going to college, he's going to pay. They have to be a high school prospect. Uh-huh. They can't be any schlub off the street who thinks they could right. be an NBA baller. So he says he's got eight teams who are going to be in this league. It's going to be called the Professional high school Junior basketball. basketball Association. The Junior Basketball Association. And... This way, they don't have to go to college for at least eight months before they become an NBA player if they want to go to college for one year. Here's the, here's the, only, the, the biggest problem he's going to have. So he's going to pay these kids up to $10,000 a month for three months. So they'll make thirty grand for three months to play in this league, which he says will comprise of 10 players on each team, and there'll be eight teams in cities in New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta, and Dallas. So Atlanta and Dallas would at least have a team that looks professional as opposed to the Hawks and the Mavericks right yes, now. Yes, yes, exactly. yeah. But no, that's, this is what he's saying. So, and his son Lamelo, who's in uh, Lithuania in exile, he's going to play on one of these teams. Well, of teams. course, so, he yeah, somewhere to play He's got to get him the hell out of there because nobody's watching him play in Lithuania. So basically, for any high school kid who wants to... Not uh, any high school kid. You've got to be like a blue chipper. Right, getting ready to... Instead of going to... A guy who could forego college to go pro... Mm-hmm. plays in this league but instead of going to college for one year. But then wouldn't that disqualify them from... No, being... because then he would then not have to worry because they can go right out of high school and be in the NBA. You, can, you, can go, you can't go out of high school and be in the NBA. You can, you can go play overseas, and that's what some kids are doing. They'll go play overseas and then come to the NBA. But yeah, you because so they... As long as they don't play... They, they can't play for 18 months, no matter what, whether they're in college they or not. No, you can come right of high, out of high school and play in the NBA. Yes, you can. LeBron James did it. Not anymore, Tony. So they changed the rule. You have to have at least one year of college. One year. Yeah, you can't. That's why I call them the one and donners. Right. So what happens is the the blue chip kids go right to a college Mm -hmm. and then basically don't go to class for a year. Right. And the school puts them on TV so that people can see them. Then they get hyped up by all the prop. And then they get drafted in the NBA. Or they go to Europe where they are not seen here in the United States. for. So in other words... Instead of going to Europe, they can play here. Or, or instead of going to college, they can play here. Right. This is an alternative like, to going to college right. for eight months. I you go that. to this, you go to his league for three months, then the, presumably the same scouts who would see you playing in college will see you playing in this league, and then they'll be able to draft you without having to worry about all the NCAA violations and rules and all that other BS. And the NBA would be okay with Yes, that. because it's the same it's situation. And my, and my buddy, I, I wish I could get my buddy Steve on right now to, to talk about the idea he had. Now, you know how horrible the NBA G League, formerly the D League Oh, yeah, is. it's right, terrible. Okay. My buddy came up with this idea saying, you know, 
why not let these kids just come out of high school? And if you want to draft them, if you're if you're a guy who gets taken out of high school, you have to spend one year in the G League. One, I agree. It doesn't matter if you're taking number one or number thirty-two, forty-six, whatever you're taking. If you're if you if you want to leave, if you if you want to forego college and don't want to go into so that way you so that way you can't have these draft stashes overseas. Right. If you get drafted out of high school, you get to, or if you get drafted from Europe, you can't stay. You have you leave. You spend one year in the G League. It's basically your one and done to develop or whatever it is, and then you're allowed to come up. Makes because a lot that, of sense. Because that way, when you have guys that are taken in the number one overall pick, and they like fl- Markel Fultz, like who can't Markel, get on the floor. How about like a seem to be the number yeah. two overall pick yeah. from UConn, right? So he's seven foot stiff. Now he gets taken number two overall. Comes in, he was never really ready, but he never really developed. Now if he was spent time in the G League or the D League at that time, he would have had time to develop, playing against guys his own caliber, come up with a little bit of a better pedigree, and maybe maybe had a chance to be a good pro. I think it works better because that way you don't, you're not forcing these kids to do what they don't want to do and go to college and get hurt. They go to the G League. They're still under their rookie, their rookie minimum salary, and then they can come up if you feel that they're ready after a year. I totally agree. But the, I think but it's see, a good idea. The D League and the G League is a total scam. And, no, because, I agree. Because they don't put young players in there to get played. They'll sit a guy on a bench uh, in, in an NBA game like they did, the Sixers did, with the Jaleel Okafor and waste him and then finally get rid of him when he goes to New Jersey, Brooklyn, and then he rips the Sixers. And now people are – the same people who are crediting Jaleel Okafor when he initially got in trouble. I remember when he got – he was driving 120 miles an hour over the Ben Franklin Bridge, and he got nailed for that. Then he was involved in an incident down in Old City where he was in a car and a guy pulled a gun on him. Remember that in his early days as a Sixer? People were defending that the guy. Boston, oh, yeah. give him a chance. You know, hey, the guy's young and he's just coming out of college and he went to a good school. Year later, two years later, everybody's trashing Jaleel Okafor because he spoke out against the 76ers organization, which was absolutely garbage when it came to him. You know what? They made a mistake and they moved on. But the bottom line is these same strappers who are all over Jaleel Okafor as a guy who can't play defense and he stinks were the same guys waxing their dongs with the same coconut oil when they dragged him about how great he was in college and I needed another big man to, to protect and beat. Now all of a sudden, oh, another mistake. The third pick in the draft, a mistake. That's a bad organization. That's not Jaleel Okafor's fault. That's the 76ers scouting department and the geniuses, the Sam Hinkies and the guys who have banners already, deciding on taking a guy that everybody thought was going to be good. Including you, Luigi. Did you not think Jaleel Okafor was a good pick at number three? I thought Jaleel Okafor was a scorer, but no, I didn't. I didn't. I wanted Booker. I was all about Devin Booker. Okay. The team needed a scorer. I said, go get Devin Booker. But no. they didn't want to take him that high. No, because That's they right. need to get the insurance. Right. They need the insurance. And they did. Him. And now a year, two years later, and after they, they did one of the most ridiculous public service things, and, and now they're doing the same thing with Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz, because I saw what's his name over at uh, Comcast Sportsnet, he's NBC Sports Philadelphia. Christmas, he might be. He's going to play, but he's ready. But they're not telling anything about him. No, because Marshall Harris over at NBC Sports Philadelphia tweeted out today. One, my one of my wishes, I would love to sit down with Markel Fultz and do an interview and talk to him and ask him about what's on his mind and what's going on. So I said, why can't you? Yeah. I tweeted him. He said, he's the, fine. The, 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 you know why? Because the organization is not giving any access to the media. Yet there are media people in this town who are so in bed with the Sixers. It's almost like they're paid off that they will not criticize the coach. If you criticize Brett Brown in any way, shape, or form, you're an idiot. Uh, Yet every coach in this city and the history of the city has been under scrutiny. But Brett Brown can't get any scrutiny. Can't get any scrutiny. Not me. 
I know. I'm, I'm not talking about you. I've been calling. I've been calling for his head for for a year. I'm not now. even calling for his head. I'm saying now there are columnists and guys who are bloggers now, experts who come out of nowhere, rise up from the streets, who are all experts on the NBA and coaching strategies, who are like, how dare you criticize Brett Brown? Joel Embiid's got a bad back. Oh, he's got a bad back. Yeah, he's got a bad back, but the rest of his team has shows zero discipline. Robert Cummington takes some of the worst shot selection I've ever seen. His team has, they have no bench, that his rotations are horrible, and his team plays But don't you basketball. dare do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so, don't that, you dare that do loud? that. Did, Did I, you see that by the com- conversations on Twitter today I was I, having? I didn't even know my mic was on. Sorry. How dare you criticize Brett Brown or the Sixers organization on the way they've handled all of their public media stuff, on the way they've handled the Markel Fultz injury, on the way they, they handle the Joel Embiid minutes restrictions. Remember that? And then they play him 48 minutes in that game that they lose in Oklahoma City that they probably should have won. Yes. And now Joel Embiid can't play because his back's hurting him from playing 48 minutes in one game in triple overtime because that was a big game on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that a big TV game? Well, sure. They had the, game was, the, the game was aired on ESPN. It's exactly. prime time with Russell Westbrook. So now they're saving him for Christmas. And again, I'm not knocking Joel Embiid, but the guy has ba- – everybody's worried about his knees. Now his back's acting up on him, right? And. He fell awkwardly during that one time. I know he, he did, but the point is, I'm not saying he's a he's a Teflon man or he's 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 an egg. He's gonna get, he's gonna every time he falls, you worry. I'm just saying is when you got a guy who's now played, he's missed seven of the first thirty games. He's played twenty three games, missed seven. Mm-hmm. Now that's not bad. I broke it down today. If he were to miss seven games after every thirty games, right? Mm-hmm. He will miss say sixteen to seventeen games, which means he will play. 82 minus 17 is what? Like 64 games. games. 65 games. Is 64 games acceptable in a year for Joel Embiid for you? 82 minus 17 is 65. And, yeah, if he's going to play 65 games a year, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I would take 65 games. And and I'm not even complaining about him taking games off. No, take a back-to-back here and there. Maybe maybe restrict the minutes on on a little bit on the back end of a game if a game's out of reach or something like that. But, yeah, if he's playing pretty much every game, that's, that's pretty much every game. Yeah, I'm fine but with that. But this is what the Sixers have put themselves into because of the minutes restrictions yep. and all the subversive, we're not telling anything anybody, whether it's Fultz or Embiid or anybody else, is that now when they're in a game against a good team like Oklahoma City and they have a chance to win, they can't take Embiid out in triple overtime. If you sit him in double overtime or triple overtime, what are you telling the fans? If he's still physically capable of playing in a game and you have a chance to win a game against a good team... One of your best players on the bench. What are you going to do? Say, sorry, Joel, your min- oh, we got the clock, says you got to get out. No, if he fouls out, that's fine. You- there's nothing you can do. But you can't take him out of that game. And now because you played him 48 minutes, his ba- he falls down, he hurts his back, and now he can't play till maybe Christmas Day. So... The schedule's going to get hard. They got Toronto on a back-to-back. Those aren't going to be easy. He's not going to play those games. And they're going to wait till Christmas Day against the Knicks to possibly put him back in again. Fultz, they're not saying anything on it. They're not allowing anybody to talk to him. They're saying saying he's medically cleared, and it's most likely he's going to play. You're going to see him Christmas Day. But they also said he was going to be missed three games when he had the shoulder thing and couldn't make free throws, remember? If he's fine. What's the, what's the problem? That's the thing. It's so vague what these guys do. That's they're, the they're, problem they're that I have horrible. with the Sixers. They're terrible, man. That's the problem that I have with this organization. And I got people mad at me because I have the balls to come out and say that, uh, that the things that they do and the way they run their business is cockamamie and second rate. Well, I'll stand there it's with you. It's second rate. And I'm not saying Brett Brown's a second rate coach. I'm saying that I have the right, as someone who's criticized 
whenever, not every week. I'm not one of these nitpickers that like Doug Peterson, every play that he calls that you don't like, you're going to call for his head. Or if people say he wasn't qualified to coach and now is a coach of the year. I'm not, I don't panic. But Brett Brown's had four years. Yes, he has. I'm not saying it's time to fire him. I'm saying now that he has some material to work with, I expect to see a better job right now. I want to start seeing results. Fifth, do you think that do you think that uh, 14 and 16 are good results right now for this team? Uh, well, they're a little further ahead than I thought they would be. No, they're not to a, me. A, a little. I thought they'd be right around 500 at this point. I, I thought they'd be. They fi- were 500. Uh, Tony, I said if they won 40 games this year. That's like that's two games below 500. I would I would be impressed if they won 35 to 40 games. I but I'm I'm in the same boat as you. And I've been saying for a while. Like Brett Brown, I I know I don't trust him with this team. Like people always say, like, oh, he comes from the Popovich tree, right? Well, he's not Greg freaking Popovich. No, there's a lot of guys who are assistant coaches who don't become great head coaches. Exactly, Tony. Like I said, his he 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 is not. His rotations are terrible. He has zero discipline with this team. I don't think he has a control of this basketball team. And his, 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 his game managing late in the game is, is horrendous. And by the way, the, here's the biggest problem with Brett Brown. Forget about coaching strategies or in-game. Sick Boston he, he's, he No, not that either. He, is, he does not stand up to his superiors. I don't mean criticize them openly, but he, 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 he's part of the subversive mentality that exists in this front office. You ever seen him, you ever seen him even step up to a referee? No, he doesn't. No, no. He doesn't even step to a referee. He's just playing to keep. He just wants to be safe. He wants to be safe. Can't have a coach like that. No, Max you can't. Power, that dude is marshmallow soft. Yes. Which dude? Brett Brown yes. or Joel Embiid? And the other thing, all you people who get angry when people tweet and are too brash, like Donald Trump, but you're not angry that Joel Embiid, who hasn't won diddly squat, is out there as this great trash talker. Listen, I, I don't have a problem with honesty. I love the fact that Joel Embiid's fun. But sooner or later, this stuff's going to wear off. Yep. This whole getting in people's faces, it doesn't work if, you only, if you've only won 24 games in your career. Correct. He's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Don't put him. <laughs> he could be a special player. You don't just tweet your way to success in superstardom. You got to go out there and earn it. That's all I'm saying. I love Joel Embiid. But the whole nonsense of everybody in the league's got to love this guy because he's quirky and he's a great player, bullshit. It doesn't work that way. you got to earn respect in this league. You don't just step out there because you're a fun-loving seven-foot guy and a great player and everybody in the league's supposed to bow down before you. Am I wrong here? I'm not saying anything. I don't have a problem with his tweets. I don't have a problem with his personality. I have a problem with now pretty much demanding and having all your minions out there demand that you have to be accepted and you love his conversations and you love his trash talk, but then again, there's other people who do the same thing and you don't like them, and they should shut up. You can't have it both ways. If you want people to not be uh, brash and talk trash and all that other stuff, then you have to accept everybody doing it. You can't have selective morality. Absolutely, Tony Bruno. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm worn out now. You can see that's not my sinuses. That's my throat. Clear, excuse me while I... Clear my throat. Clear my throat. Well, Tony, we have gone overtime despite your assurance. I said we're only going to do like an hour and a half tonight, and then something goes terribly, terribly wrong. <laughs> then we do the world tour. It's like soaring over the world, like the ride in, in Disney. My favorite ride. Soaring over the ride. ride. We did it again twice the other day. <sighs> what, we did what, video, what video was it? It was the same one, the same soaring one? around the world. Were you smelling the oranges and the grass and everything? Yeah. Oh, so fantastic. It's phenomenal. We soared all over the world. We went way down under this Australian night. We went way down South Jersey to Del Ran. 
We went to Cheltenham. We now, went to Cheltenham. <laughs> people are Cheltenham. pointing out that they once again that they miss you on the radio waves, on the on the terrestrial radio waves, Tony, that they want you back, that this kind of material should be on radio. And I want to point out the radio. problem with that. Is this kind of material cannot be aired on public one, national? Well, it, not on NPR. It wouldn't be able to be because because they one, fired everybody at NPR. They have a couple openings. They could put me on there. They want it kind of like I got a resume. <laughs> they, they want it a little bit washed down because they don't want anything too controversial. Exactly. And two, they would constantly be cutting to commercial breaks. You, you think, would not have been able to do that entire time. Exactly. Diatribe. Would we have been able to talk to Justin for fourteen minutes? Hell no. Some fun no. In Australia? Nope. Hell no. You would have heard somebody going, "Talk more eagles." Now, I do agree, though, that this kind of material should be available daily. It should. Oh, I, I, come on. I agree this with that. This ain't the Daily Show, and they ain't paying me $5 million a year. But In fact, they ain't paying stuff. me nothing, homeboy. I'm getting jacked. I'm working on some things, and hopefully it'll happen. Just uh, But don't forget, now, tomorrow night, Funkin' Fantasy, Luigi yes. will be awake, alert, getting you ready for your playoffs. Playoffs? Oh, yeah. Playoffs? Now, what, playoffs? Is the, what is the category tomorrow? Well... Here's the, the biggest breaking news, that the, and it finally happened. The 72 Dolphins are safe. Yes. I have lost <gasps> for the first time this year in the Luigi vs. The Listeners Fantasy Showdown, wow. where we build a fantasy team using different, different oh, topics. No. Yes, Tony. I went down. I, I went, told you. Remember I told you that I last week? I went down courtesy went of down a tranny. Hard. Courtesy of a tranny. Luigi's tranny came in and took me on in, in, in fiction. You went in, down on the tranny? No, the tranny went down on... I got taken down by a tranny. Luigi's <laughs> transmission. Who it was out, Luigi's transmission. Who turned out to be yeah. a buddy of mine. I didn't even know. It was my buddy Carl. I didn't even know who it was. He comes walking not in. Not Carl Spackler. No, not Carl Spackler. He comes walking in, and I'm like, Carl, what are you doing here? He goes, I'm the tranny. I'm like, you think you know someone after all these freaking years? But we... we, we uh, was he pre-op or post-op? He was post-op. Right. We, had, uh, we, we, took, we did uh, cars, and, uh, which, uh, cars and movie and TV, and he was able to edge me out by the smallest margin... And he took me down. I am now 13-1. and one. I was go-get for the wow. perfect season. Do you have a first-round buy at least? Oh, I've, I've secured that. Yeah, we're okay. good. We're good throughout the playoffs. I just, I'm worried about Minnesota if they come in. But other than that, I'm good. The, uh, so this being it's, it's Christmas, it will be Christmas movie characters. Oh, beautiful. Okay. So it's going to get really, really interesting. It's, it's fun to see where people go with this. Um, I have a lot of giveaways tomorrow over at Moonshine. And then, like I said, it's, the beauty part about it is we have to leave the equipment there. Because tomorrow, I mean Friday, Boom. we come right back and do the big show, with our, not 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 the big show from the WWE, but the big show and have all the people come in live and everything. It'll be fun with a very special guest. Yeah, hobbling over because he has now been permitted to put some weight on his on his leg. And you know what he will not be saying on uh, Friday night. I am pissed off. No, he won't be because we'll be plying him with some delicioso drinks. Not on my tab. But Harry Mays will be there to... In the house. In the house. We'll have some Oma Gang beer. The Oma Gang beer Correct. people will be there with some wit with some or without. And we will have... Uh, I had one last week. Did we, you have an Oma Gang? We will have mm -hmm. vodka crowns just for Harry, just like he likes it with just a... with like a pin drop of cranberry juice he in it. He likes them just a little pink. Yes. Just, just out of school. I mean, like, <laughs> it, it's like a little blush. Exactly. It's like his blush. It's like white Zinfandel, except it's not white Zinfandel. Just kissed. Sun yes. kissed. That's Thank it. you. Like a little dropper. Send bowl. it in, Jerome. So he will be there, and we do have some fantastic prizes. For Friday night, too? Yes. We have Tony Claus. We have Tony Claus for the kitties. So starting at 5. It's my favorite time. 
Tony Bruno will be dressed up as Tony Bruno. Help him. Yeah, um, yeah. And, I'll oh, be dressed up as Santa Tony Claus. Claus. Yes, Tony Claus. Santa Claus, full on. I will undress as Tony Bruno, though. Yes, you yes. Will. And then um, at 7 p.m. is the blue show, and I there there will probably be, well, there might be one or two people that have their kids stay that are used to that kind but of. We're not using only Luigi uses the really. The I worst, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. No. We'll we, clean it up this time. It's a holiday season. Oh, we are. We so don't use not, a lot of profanity or bad words. We don't use a lot of profanity, but there are a lot of innuendos, and mostly it'll go over. So blue, heads. you know who else has a lot of innuendos? SpongeBob. But kids watch it because the parents get the jokes and it goes over the kids' heads. Because it's a cartoon. Yes. That's why. Exactly Boy right. Boy Meets World had a lot of innuendo. Of course. Yes. No. So, but but you know, I just don't want to make any parents feel uncomfortable if they weren't expecting. Bring it. the kids. They're gonna you, learn today. If you damn want right. to keep the we're kids here for there, one reason. And the food is fantastic. To learn. And they will laugh and it's fun. And uh, Robin's box is not as prolific as it was last year, so there won't be... That's what happens when you get older. There won't be quite as many embarrassing gifts because most of the boxes... Here's the thing. People didn't really believe me that that box was not my choice. It was just there. Yeah, we, didn't get, we, didn't, we didn't hook up with uh, what's-his-face over formerly of the NFL oh, Network. Oh, oh, oh. You know we didn't hook up with? Uh, Warren Sapp? Warren Sapp did not provide any of the no. giveaways for previous or this year's contest. But Miss Robin's box. Oh, what's in the box? We'll find out Friday night. I don't even want to know. I don't either. I can't. You know, it's funny how Miss Bo- Miss Robin's box originated. I know. Because I was I was house sitting over at Dockside, and it was when we were packing up. Yeah. And I, oh yeah, that's where we were packing up. We were getting ready to move, and I was like, I hear you. I was like, I moved the box over, and I was like, What the frick is this, man? I'm like, Oh, what's in the box? It's a treasure chest full of dicks. What the hell is going on here, Big- man? Jack in the back will actually not be in the back. He'll be right there with us on Friday night. He too. will be, won't he? In the flesh. Now, Jack, have you been having any cocktails and any beer? Zero beers. Are you what? already in training? I am. Oh, my goodness. Let He's me give training. Jack a wow. roaring round of applause. It's better than having to call him a cab. No, Friday night. He'll be doing his best Jose impersonation. Jack will be on his You'll have to scrape him out of there and put him in a... Now, are we going to be uh, bringing Jose down? I don't know. We'll find out. I'll try to call him again. got to answer his damn phone anymore. Ubering. You're Ubering down? Oh, that Ruth is going to be there, too? Jack in the back and Miss Ruth's will be there, too. Miss, well, they call her Ruth's Chris. Why can't she be Ruth's... Miss Ruth's. Miss Ruth's. Ruth's. All right. My um, coffee is now officially worn off. We got to go back now. We're not even getting to Florida tonight, which is totally okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Going I'm sorry, Robin. We're going to go to bed, buddy. Yeah, we're all, we're all poop boss. Yes. I'm tired, buddy. Jet lagged. 48 hours worn of being out. straight up in the same clothes, no less. Same not me. Ha- same hair. No, you're the only one that changed. You look awake. I looked great earlier. I got a little nap. I, I feel I'm done, dude. I'm totally shot? I'm shot. I mean, I had like a half a glass of wine here. What's going on? I only had a half a glass of wine, too. No, I didn't even finish mine. If that two never weeks ago happened. us would have seen us now, they'd kick our ass. Right you know now. that, Tony? They really would. We were, we were, by the way, thank, I, 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 as you can see, I didn't even touch any of the Michael and David product while I was there. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't bleed you dry, Tony. All I did was finish off the beautiful seven deadly zins that were upstairs because, you know, we don't let the product go to waste. But I did not bleed you dry. That's all right. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate that. You're welcome. In the meantime, we'll see you Friday night. Funkin' Fantasy at Moonshine Philly. Look it up online at Moonshine Philly. Down on Moya Mensing Avenue if you're in the city. If not, you can find them on Twitter. You can find them on Facebook. Great spot. 
And then Friday night, the big annual Tony Claus extravaganza. And we will be taking callers from all around the world. There will be international prizes available. International to prizes, too? International. Well, they were nation, but since Australia is now calling, we're calling it an international show. Do they have any chains in Australia? Do they have uh, Outback Steakhouse where you put another shrimp on the bobby? No. Do they have, what's the name of the uh, shrimp? They have the different names uh, named after Australian places, you know. Yes. Really? Wallaby yeah. something. Yeah, what's the other one? It's all named after Australian stuff. Um, at, uh, I know. I just can't think of it right Outback? now. Outback? Yeah, the Outback. Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. The Each blue, one of their Bloomin' Onion. Bloomin' Onion. Which, is the, which by the way, has the, is, is the highest caloric intake yes, I know. of food you could possibly have. Isn't that crazy? It's a freaking onion. I know, but it's yes. got all that fried all goodness and, and all the good stuff in there, man. And Real every, good. everything fried has been breaded in between every single little... Nook and cranny. Nook and cranny. Mm. All right, enough of that. You're making and me hungry. sauce? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. let's... Bloomin' onion sauce. So, want to thank our... Don't forget our friends from Omegang Brewery out there in Cooperstown, yes. New York. We'll have product. When are we going up there to the Hall of Fame, by the way? Baseball Hall of Fame in July, next July. summer. July, summer. Next summer when the next uh, class gets inducted, enshrined into the Baseball Hall of Fame. All of Fame are going to the Hall of Fame. In the meantime, we'll see you Friday. Don't drink and drive, even though it's the holiday season.